on the chain with the V-cuts. Lemons on the chain with the V-cuts. Lemons and the chain with the... <laughs> Shouldn't make eye contact. That's going to uh, mess no. it up. I didn't do this one good. Nope. Take two. You, this is, you practiced this one more than I've heard you practice any other no, one in recent weeks. not even. He ran it like three times, you guys. All right, go. Start over. Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> no, go. Go now. <laughs> Lemons on the chain with the V-cuts. This stinks. Hello and welcome, everybody, <laughs> to another installment of the TPS Reports podcast. <laughs> Lemons on the chain with the V-cuts. Lemon pepper wings and a freeze cup. Lemon pepper wings and a freeze cup. Lemons in their face. Watch them freeze up. Lemons in their face. Watch them, please. Lemons. Uh, yeah, we just did. What does like, any of that mean? What is a lemon in the? That's face? a Gucci Mane song. I don't know. What's the lemon? Everything's lemon. My phantom sit on sixes. No. Okay, that one doesn't have a lemon. No lemons. <laughs> uh, no cutlass motor knocking because it's a lemon. I like them Georgia peaches, but you look more like a lemon. Okay. Sour apple bitter bitches. I'm not fucking with them. Lemon. <laughs> Everything's lemon. Scoochie. Lemonade diamond bracelet. Lemonade. Lemon head diamond earrings. Yeah, we got to do more shit like that. Like, just make a whole song about a color. Red. <laughs> and it was all yellow. <laughs> I'm on to something. <laughs> and it was all yellow. <laughs> Lemons, yellow. <laughs> Let's just pluck a thing from each uh, popular song over time and call it ours. Remember Coldplay, dude? Yeah, those were huge, dude. In high school, I had like a brief school. <laughs> it's, it's like sooner every episode where we say it. I listened to a lot of Coldplay <laughs> when they got big. No, they had a what the was Rush their... of Blood to the Head album? It was a good album. Um, what, X X Y Z or something like that. X Y something like that the came yeah, out yeah, when yeah, I was yes. in high school. Y Control, I had it. I remember I had that CD and I liked a number of songs on it. And y yeah. Control, Y Control. <laughs> I was talking about Coldplay, but the Yeah Yeah Yeahs are dope too. Both of them were great. Um, how's everybody doing out there? What's crapping in? Um, I feel like we just did an hour unrecorded podcast on Ink Master in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean that's probably for the best. I feel like we've, is it? We've mentioned it weekly for a while, so right. It's the best show ever. I could do. We should start a spin a spin off Ink Master. It's not podcast. the best show ever, but it's up there. Uh, anyways, um, I have this package right here. I don't know if we should just start with this. Um, a pal of ours at a one Bishop Records sent us something shaped like a record. Yeah, it's a perfect square. <laughs> How I apropos! I have a feeling I know what's on the inside of it. Um, but I had this sent. This was sitting waiting for me the other day. I was sitting waiting, wishing you believed in superstition. <laughs> Look at this. Remember Jack Johnson, dude? I used to bump the shit Ooh. out of Jack Johnson. This podcast is going to be all the gay music we used to listen to. <laughs> no, dude, I, I used to. I don't listen to that, I, any of that anymore. All Jack right. Johnson was pretty cool, dude. Jack Johnson, I would say, got my dick sucked on at least two occasions. What? Do tell. By, you know, setting the mood. 
that was the mood that I would set. I think I've already told this though. Like my makeout, one of my makeout albums in high school was The Velvet Underground and Nico, which is just like '60s heroin music. Ew, <laughs> it stinks. Um, you know it doesn't stink. Like trying to touch a booby while oh tomorrow's party. You know what I'm trying to touch is the first ever. Look at this first ever. This is the first one of these. Ladies I've been teasing germs. it for weeks, you guys, and uh, they will be on sale soon in uh, Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Bust it out, bro. I'm just trying to build suspense, you know? I'm like picking it up slow. It's, it's an audio clearly, medium. It's clearly a napalm spooky language Palmer Squares double-sided vinyl. I thought we were out of those, but no. There's a hundred more. Right. Just any old wax vinyl? No. These are special. Guess again. <laughs> Not only are they more limited... Not only did we have to wait longer in line to get the production of these even rolling like a fucking year ago. Is there jizz done. in them, you may ask? You'll have to buy one to find Perhaps, out. Perhaps, <laughs> right. No, we couldn't do that. But check it out. Here it is. Here's one of these. I don't know why I even said that we couldn't do that. We should have just lied and said that that's what they are. Damn. Whoa. Damn. Whoa. Wow. We should have filmed this. This would have been a good promo um, for the podcast. But anywho. <laughs> It's full of liquid. They're thicker. You know, this is basically two records Wait, so like glued together. One side spooky, one side napalm. But there is liquid that looks like fucking, you know, Chernobyl sludge in the middle. It's orange with black dots, like uh, sprinkles, if you will. It kind of looks Confetti like- Confetti uh, sprinkles. Like poppy seeds. So when you play this on a goddamn record player, liquid is swashing all around in circles. And right. it looks awesome. You fucking turn on your lava lamp. You put on your liquid vinyl. It's a scene, man. Let me see. Look at this. Remember when how cool it was? And it wasn't even that long ago. It was a couple of years ago. We had our first ever vinyl record. It was these, but the first ones, the yellow wax. And it's just like hearing our music on vinyl was pretty sweet then. And now there's fucking goop in it, dude. I'm ne- it's never going to be as cool as it could have been if that goop had my <laughs> my little swimmers in it. You know what I mean? Um, but At yeah. least some pee. This is proof, you guys. I'm holding one. They are, they in do fact, exist. ready to go. And you know what? There's less than 100 now. There's 99 at most because this oh, one's shit. mine's now. So. Let's break this one. Yeah. How many people do you think are like, this seems pretty, like, even if the mail fucked it. You know, everybody's worried, especially with a vinyl record. It's like, oh, I hope the mailman isn't a jag off and smash it in my mailbox or something. I believe we have had an instance or two. Right. Maybe we should only sell like 95 of these and keep a couple in case, but this actually looks like pretty bulletproof here. Like, I'm sure if you shot it, it would leak everywhere, but you know I what I mean? It like, shatter it's impenetrable. It's very solid. The would go become embedded in your face. No, this has less of a chance than getting of getting fucked up than the other ones because the, it's twice as thick, you know? This is true. It won't bend like a, I would fear a record would in the mail. I think these are good to go, baby. Let's this shoot is it. sweet. Let's shoot it with a real gun. Damn. I'll hold it up to my face like uh, Johnny Appleseed. But no matter what, though. No, it was uh, <laughs> William Tell. Coming soon, patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Less than 100. Get them while they're hot. Um, but yeah, I uh, what else? I went and uh, hung out with our pal Vanna Black Soul in Michigan. Fuck yeah, for dude. For a few days last week. Melina and I went. We did a little couples retreat. Did you weigh in on the um, little fan art contest that he was doing? We talked a bunch about it. and uh, Did you see the winner? Because I don't agree. I did not see the winner. I voted and... Really? I it's kind of like when we like did a A3C Festival, that Atlanta thing, where we just had to have people vote. Um, so the most votes wins, not like right. who... 
it's really just a, a popularity picks. contest. Who can rally the most troops? It's not even popularity. It's funny. I actually have his first three wanted man uh, things he's been doing. Our pal Vanablack, quite the artist, but he started doing these like comic right. strip things with this wanted man character. If you haven't been keeping character. up. Um, but he sent like, uh, I was just complimenting. He showed me like he busted out these, you know, like his templates and his drafts. One of them is like, even when we're watching back to Ink Master, uh, like, you know, they're, if they're freehanding it on the skin right. and it turns out to be like an eagle, it's really like an oval where the head is of course. And, and, a, and a cross for where like, you know, the, yes. Anyway, start with shapes. So yeah, he's showing like, you can just see, uh, and all of these, he like makes these comic sized boxes. Like there's a square by three rectangles. He clearly like ledger papers out his shit and just, I don't know. I see he, um, pretty it's impressive. It's a painstaking effort. Yeah. Pretty sweet. It's um, yeah. But no, I didn't see who won the contest. I just thought it was sick. Uh, he like took a couple business calls while we were hanging out. Clearly related business. to that. You know, he was like hosting a contest finale while we were Hell yeah. having a little retreat up in Michigan. Um, but yeah, super cool. They were all great. And yes, I did talk to Vanna Black Soul about getting involved with a TPS shirt or merchandise design in the future. Frick yeah. That would be sweet. Anyways, go on. Um, no, just one guy did like, um, like a, like a like clay sculpture of the guy, and that one won. Yeah. But I thought two of the the drawn images, which was kind of asking. It for wasn't drawn. drawn. It was just a, a sculpture. Yeah. Interesting. So. Hmm. You know, ingenuity. Hell yeah. Well, maybe I can find that. But um, in the meantime, yeah. Wait a minute. This is an update that's way more pertinent. Vanna's most recent tweet four hours ago. Yup, got COVID. Today feeling a bit of a headache. But worst part is not being able to hold my son and he just started saying da-da. Very good though. People go through much worse. Shout out God. So I did take a COVID test uh, a day or two ago. <laughs> but now I should take another one. Why? Maybe. I don't you took know. it after you left. You're fine. There's more to our fun weekend uh, in Michigan, but... On the second day, we had already been hanging out and stuff, and then I guess uh, Chad and Britt took a test. Or they had taken one before we even got there, like a PCR, and then they got the results the next day or something. And he said his PCR came back positive, but the rapid was negative, and then he went and took an at-home test that was also negative. And we were all like, he's like, I don't have any symptoms. And we're like, well, we don't really care. We're all vaccinated, and who gives a hoot, you know? Right, damage is done. We don't really care. Right, we uh, we hung out for a fucking twenty four hours before that, but um, so yeah, I was curious. He said he felt fine. I'm sure he probably still does. I guess there's a bit of a headache. Just hold the baby. <laughs> Babies can't get COVID. Knock it off already. Um, but yeah, either way, it was worth it, even to get COVID to go hang out at their beautiful little uh, Michigan retreat. And right. we saw uh, Tony Hinchcliffe and William Montgomery. I guess they're uh, also. I guess they uh, got into Kill Tony recently. Found out that similarity. We both started watching that show more in the last year. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, Tony Hinchcliffe started a comedy tour. He's uh, working a new hour. And I guess he had a... Might have been one of the first nights or something. Uh, it definitely felt like. And I think he mentioned um, having not done his hour or an hour in a little while. So I think he's just starting a tour. And it was weird to hear it was in Holland, Michigan. You know, it's like... Not a big city. It, it might be Never a college heard of it. town. I don't know. It's just like a lakeside little place. And he does a good job of like shitting all over their town while not losing the crowd. Like right. we see not professional comics. A lot of times musicians like lose a crowd a little bit by like just talking too much. Whether <laughs> no, no, no. I've seen it sure. a few times where it's like shut the fuck up already. 
Right. We recently saw this. <laughs> There's uh, more time for songs when you tell less stories about how you made the song. Well, but I mean, anyways. like losing the audience by... I wouldn't say lose. Yeah, it doesn't always um, lose them. It just makes me uncomfortable. Disparaging the town. You got to do that the right way. And it also helps that I'm from Chicago. So I was like, a, I don't care. Fuck Holland, Michigan. So I felt like with him. Oh, I was, yeah, I, fuck I, this I place. don't care about Chicago either. Yeah. <laughs> Come shit on my town. Um, no, he was really funny. And uh, New Hour ruled. Oh, yeah. uh, fun time. Yeah, the whole weekend was we went and saw Tony. Um, we watched the first two installments of Genius on Netflix, which rules. And we played Rummy Cube. A lot of Rummy Cube. You ever played Rummy Cube? Nope. Me neither. But that all changed. Never heard Chad's of it. Played. I'm sure I've played something similar. It's just like a, not a dice, it's like a tile game. I played um, a game with my girlfriend and her grandma in Budapest. Yeah. And I saw a little clip of you guys playing it. It looked very similar. Dude. So maybe sweet. I have. It just it had a different name because we were in a different country. Yeah. We were like, the first time we were there, like, let's do something fun. Play cards. Some, so we look in the cabinet. They got some games. And I asked, what's Rummy Cube? I just like, it looked like a word I'd never pronounced before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's that? And then Chad immediately, oh, psh, dog, you never, oh, psh. Chad was like. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, like it was, I, we learned the game and then everybody won but me the first night. Everybody had at least a win. Ha, ha. So I had to go to bed a fucking loser, dude. Haunted me the whole next day. Thought about it the whole comedy show. Got back. Lost a bunch more. And then very drunkenly, somehow, last game of the night, I am the winner. Pull out a win and then just wrap it up. That's it. <laughs> but it was a, a very fun time. And uh, yeah, that Kanye documentary is sick. Yeah. I would highly recommend it. I see it's all the rage. I haven't even been hearing anything about I it. I peeped. just, uh, I've planned to watch it, but I guess, I think Chad had already recently watched three it. Parts. I, the first two were sick. Like, Come I'll on. take another one. Um, but it's, I don't know. It's The first two specifically revolve around that era that I love. And I don't even listen to it as much as I will say right now that I love it. But even watching that, it's like, God damn it. That was like pretty phenomenal period of like Chicago mm-hmm. hip hop or just watching the way he went on to become this like arrogant, you know, bullheaded, whatever. He was always that, but he used it like he's always just used his fucking bravado. So yeah, I don't know. I think his mom's death is what a lot of footage of Donda and him. Very like you know, interesting footage of them and the way that when like he gets clowned on a radio station. One of his you know, I guess previous collaborators had talked a little shit about him and. I don't know anything uh, detail-wise, but he had a good weekend at a thing, and then he got home to get shit all over on the radio station or something, and then he went to visit his mom. And like, yeah, you can you can see that. Like, he's he he comes out of there like uh you know with his chest, his head held high. He's just right. like ready to fucking take on anything after that. She pep talks him and everything, but there's a scene where like uh, he finally he's been trying to get signed to Rockefeller, Jay Z's hero, you know, and he finally does. And then they're all in the studio, a bunch of artists. Jay Z's working on a song. And, and like the narrator's like, you know, Kanye knew that this was his chance. If he like getting a feature on Jay's album would blow him through the roof, but he was the new guy and people only looked at him as a producer still. So he had a lot to prove as a rapper, but like he just goes in the studio, Jay's working and he's just like, I got a verse for this. And then Jay's like, all right, like, let me hear it. And then he spits it to him. And then he's kind of like, all right, well, let's see if you can really do it and gives him this opportunity. He gives him like some notes. He basically like just kind of like barrels his way into being on Jay-Z's album, like right. pretty early. And then it's like a studio full of Rockefeller artists. And they got a, even afterwards, Jay-Z goes like, damn, that was sick, man. You, he wasn't going to be on that. 
he, he wasn't going to be on that, but you know what? Closed mouth, don't get fed. And then you've got to think like everybody else in the room that's just kind of like dope, like in their head is like, fuck you, dude. Like all I had to do was like, just come in like, I belong on this. Let me show you what I got. No, let me, let me lay it down right now. I belong on this. And he's like, closed mouth, don't get fed. Right. Just like, he, so that's, that's why I'm so hungry. That's Kanye to a T though. Just run your fucking mouth. It's got a lot to say. A lot of albums, a lot of fucking, you know, mic work in the press and all of his fucking antics. But uh, you just watch it like make his career, like taking these bold right, for moves. For every instance yeah. that um, he's he's just had a big mouth and said something stupid or put his foot in his mouth, I'm sure there's five more instances where he talked his way into something great. And you're like watching him make the, you know, all falls down and stuff like these right. classics and Jesus walks and like he goes <laughs> into the 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 label with his cassette and he goes and like shows one girl you know you imagine let's say you're trying to sell your song or your album and you go and you like here let me press play and then you might like sit and listen or something like Kanye will press play and then he just starts like rapping like he's live to the secretary like every word like it's a a show right. just for her and then she's like all right like go, go talk to what's her face down the hall like she's gonna talk to you next he goes there he puts his cassette in same song starts rapping to the chick just fucking standing giving her like a private show putting his heart into it where it's like what are you doing like i would never just walk in there like he's doing just it put, right right it's like no one's gonna forget this guy you there's know nothing what I mean? worse than fucking pressing play even if it's not your song it's something you want someone to hear and then just like press play and both sit there and you just stare at him like eh, what do you think right. like get, get upset if someone's talking over it like oh you gotta you gotta <laughs> listen wait wait this part this part it's almost like he goes in there like this isn't just a song like let me show you what it looks like let me show you what this thing I made looks like. This is me doing it, even though it's a rough draft and he's just in a cassette and a player. But um, another great scene, there's like a Scarface. I didn't even realize that. Chad had to point out. I was like, that engineer, he goes, that engine, that was Scarface. Anyways, uh, legendary rap dude. And they tried to get him on Jesus Walks. And he comes into the studio and they're just, they're sitting there in front of the mixing board, just like breaking their neck, nodding to the song showing him this like unreleased Jesus walks and then he gets up and he's like man it's fucking incredible you know what I'm saying it's fucking incredible and then he's like what else you got and he shows him another beat and he's like you have something written for this and then he's like yeah I got one verse and all throughout these clips Kanye keeps taking his retainer out like pre-crash he just has shitty right. wears his retainer so every time he spits a verse he takes it out and he's like I got this one called family business and he spits the verse and then you know, Scarface is impressed. He goes, God damn, you got all three verses for it? He goes, I just have the one. And then he goes, Scarface is like, what, what, what the fuck is that? And points, he goes, oh, that's my retainer. And he's just like, that, that shit don't go there. Like, he gets so distracted, like, never seen a retainer, this gangster rapper dude. And he's just like, Kanye embodies this, you know, he used to How wear the- there's no diamonds in it? Polos with the, the collar popped and a retainer. Like, he was a fucking nerd. Like, this, but making the hardest shit and showing it to legends. You know, he's in Jay-Z's studio like, right. let me take my retainer out and show you this verse. And he just puts it on the mixing board and all the other hood dudes just look like, what, is that his bubble gum? Is he putting, <laughs> he pulled something out of his mouth and now it's just on the table. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, I guess, I don't know, I don't pay attention, but Kanye is constantly in the news and his personal life and his whatever, dude. But uh, those first few albums, pretty prolific shit. And that whole two, first two episodes is just like, the making no, of... No, it'd probably be nice to refresher to have a 
that reminder that like, oh, this guy did make. Yeah, I'm not currently a fan of Kanye's all you music, hear about but him, like, you go. I mean, back. all you hear about him anymore is has nothing to do with music. He's wearing yeah. a weird mask, or he has a dumb haircut. Fucking weird, fucking mask. Fucking some, being fucking fifty, wearing a fucking mask. Fucking sorry. Fucking some lady <laughs> who can't pronounce the movie she's in, or stalking his ex girlfriend's boyfriend, or something yeah. like. It must be nice to to see some content where it's just like, oh yeah, just the music. Well, that's the thing too is like he, uh, like he wanted this. Not that it's good to see like people with I don't know mental health issues and then like putting being put on the ultimate pedestal. Like think like Britney Spears, you know, you just right. drive these well, people crazy. You put them in front of a camera constantly. Wasn't camera uh, camera Kanye smashing a camera at the airport like twenty fucking years ago? And he's you know it's not like. It. I thought that was like a big TMZ thing a long time ago. Kanye hundred people smashed, smashed uh, cameras. I don't remember. Alec Baldwin, I think, did that. Uh, <laughs> Marlon Brando. Yeah. So, oh, so this is the winner? That is that is the oh winner. Oh, my God. I am the winner. Sorry, I'm back on Vanna's um, Twitter page pondering if he gave me COVID. But I see the clay animation. They make a little graveyard, little snake monster thing coming over the rock. It's cool. Um, it's definitely cool. Did he like not? Was that a? Did he say that? He's like it could be illustrations, graphic designs, sculptures, or just any fan art. Okay, I didn't know if there were like rules to a a design contest. He crafted it. It's visual. It's pretty sick. He captured it. Um, but yeah, fun weekend. We did some shit. The one I I voted for was um was in the like comic form with all the blocks. You know what I mean? This one? No. Uh, but I, I just voted on those grounds that like it was true to the form of what they're you know trying to recreate. Um, MJ's was also probably the best. Well, shit. What else? I watched the Kanye thing. I went to Michigan and saw some comedy. Oh yeah, I got a. We went up and took a picture with Tony Hinchcliffe. He he clearly did like his time and then like riffed with the crowd and did you know overtime for twenty extra minutes or whatever. And uh, he squeezed a little meet and greet thing in. And then when I walked up, I handed my camera to the dude to take it. And he's just like looking at me. And I first think like, does he remember we talked at Skankfest fucking months ago? I'm sure he doesn't. But I'm like, no, not so, at but all. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not there to do that. I'm just like, hey, dude, good show. By the Peace. next day. That's exactly. But still, he's, he's giving me eyes as if it's like, do I know you? He's making eyes. And then I forget. He's just like studying. So he's like, oh, here he is, everybody. The guy most likely to be offended by all my Jew jokes. I was like, you could just mark that off the list of things that you've been. I you, guess I, I also have racial been. ambiguity. People think. I mean, look at this schnoz, big Jewy schnoz. I can't do nothing about it. Growing up, we all thought you were Mexican. <laughs> Every other comedian we've encountered turns out immediately says Middle East. Turns out I'm cultureless. Calls you a terrorist. It's crazy, right? I have nothing. This guy thinks you're a Jew. I'm hot dog meat. I'm a blank slate. I'm nothing. <laughs> Um, the most privileged. I think you should just appropriate. I have anything. no culture. Start wearing a turban, saying the N word. Um, you double dammy. <laughs> uh, also, though, I would pay you. Watching Tony do like uh, he's just kind of like someone's yelling out some kill Tony reference, and he's he goes like, "What else? What else?" Uh, he he told a story about somebody like a Snoop Dogg story, and he goes, "What else you want to hear? Anything? Like basically any requests?" And then so he's asking for something from the crowd, and then the crowd would be like, you know, talk about Red Band. He go no. What now? That's stupid. I wouldn't do that. Like, and then he's like, "Come on, what do you got?" Like, I'll talk about whatever. Amy Schumer, make fun of Amy. No, <laughs> he just kept saying like, "That's dumb." That I won't do that. He he would bite on a couple, but it was hilarious. It's like you with uh, fan questions. Like, call in, write in, and then we play it, and Trim will be like, "What the fuck is this idiot asking me?" 
fucking clear your head and fucking blow your nose. I get it. I see where he's coming from. <laughs> right. It's funny to me to rope somebody in and just go, no, not doing that. Dumb. Next idea. Uh, but he really did murder. It was like whatever. I think it was night one, show one of a spring tour he's doing. So even the second show could have been more polished. You know what I mean? But right. he killed. It was great. I think it's going to be a good hour. Speaking of killed. Ah, I was like in my head, like, where's the segue? I've been rambling about my Michigan getaway. Let's do it. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. You clearly have something up your sleeve here, but I have heard of, I, I, I think, zero like uh, pop culture deaths. I did just go to a cabin in Michigan for a few days, so it's a little off the radar. I mean, I think there's three. But I didn't hear about anything. There's two. Um, well, there's only one shot for each of us of this Johnny Walker that you, I believe, stole from a Target. So one of them is like uh, a Jewel Osco. One of them uh, is um, um, a chick from MASH. And I know neither, of us, here. neither of us ever watched MASH. Thank you. Next. Uh, I know I've heard the name Lips Houlihan. Wasn't that a character on MASH? <laughs> what? What did he say? That is a hilarious name. Lips Houlihan. I'll take a shot a, a for anybody character. associated with that name. Sally Kellerman, better known as Hot Lips Houlihan in the movie MASH. Dies at 84. Houlihan. Houlihan. Nothing but MASH, really? Hot MASH is an old lips. show. What else did they do in their you know, career between MASH and death this week? The other credit Anything? was something else that I'm not Other credit? With. Singular? Um, so they didn't get go on to do shit else in television. Hot Lips Houlihan. <laughs> you think I'm doing a shot to Hot Lips Houlihan? No, but this is on the show. It's a different one. Sally Kellerman. That's all they're listing is, is MASH. Um, not good enough. Also... From a little show called The Sopranos. This is the one I care about. Is there anything left in there? I just poured... It's all gone? Two shots. I only have one shot? Unless we want to drink some rum or some vodka, perhaps. <sighs> all right, there's one that's that's not very big, and then there's a bigger one. So was The Sopranos the big one? No. <laughs> He's in one episode. Look, this is, this is like a double shot. But you know what? <laughs> big character to me. Uh, Ned Eisenberg, who played Ariel, the Jew, on The Sopranos, season one, he uh, He, runs a hotel. He played the Jew. (laughs) He basically did. There's two Jews in this episode, him and his stepfather, who's played by Maury from Goodfellas. Yeah. Basically, Maury... um, This guy's going to like marry his daughter, but he beats her, so he, he gets sill... To try and like muscle him out. Here's the thing. And then what they wind up doing is they like muscle him to let let like hookers fuck in his hotel. I just Googled it. So all the headlines are like kind of listed right here. And none of them mention The Sopranos because he's from Law and Order SVU. And nope. (laughs) (laughs) Which I've never seen an episode of. Yeah, I don't care about that. Right. That's why people would care though. If like... I think he was a much bigger part of that show, it looks like. Yeah, no way. He's the <laughs> Jew. I love how you just sold it as. I mean. He's the Jew. The Jew from, from the, the Sopranos. Sopranos is Hash. But he plays a Jew in the first season. I'm pretty sure they get Hash's insight. All right. Well, I mean, do you want to just hit the big one, too? And then we'll do this shot for both? Or we'll do the shot now? I'll just do the shot for the, the, the bigger one. 
is um speaking of killing don't go breaking my heart uh, who is it the amazing jonathan famed comedian slash magician i watched this doc like a year or two ago yeah i watched it today came out um he's dead and if you watched his documentary when it came out you might have expected this news sooner yeah didn't he like keep doing crack or something bad really well if you watch the documentary i think the the director of the documentary expected this news much sooner yeah Um, the director smokes Meth with him or something, right? So basically, in this documentary, uh, he was diagnosed three years earlier with, what did I just say? Myo. It's whatever the vaccine gives people. Um, and then Carditis. He, he was like given a year to live, and the b- documentary is made three years after that diagnosis, so he's not dying. Um, and then there's like, it's not really the most insightful or deep documentary. What it's really a documentary about is this guy trying to make a documentary about the amazing Jonathan. Right. And along the way, he keeps finding out that the amazing Jonathan has taken more offers from other documentary filmmakers. So at one point he's one of four people making a documentary about this same guy who is asking the same questions and getting the same answers with the same footage. So it's really more a documentary about that predicament than it reminds me when i like a month ago i was talking about the alpinist (laughs) and the guy who just kept ditching the camera crew to go do the thing they wanted to film like he didn't hire another crew but anytime like the subject is evasive it makes it more interesting like right they can't take the project all the way seriously or not by the director's standards you know right now add drugs and a heart condition Right. Um, it's not. Me- say, it's not. You say it's what crack. the vaccine gives you, but didn't he smoke rocks for decades, like it's into meth. his fifties? He smokes meth every probably day. Probably gives you heart problems. Absolutely. Too. <laughs> um, and then that's like one point. The filmmaker is curious of like, is he lying about the diagnosis? Because right, he starts getting like uh, it gets too meta for him, where he's like, he's known as being a comedian and magician, and he keeps giving me like the old switcheroo. You know, right? And it's like and a prankster. I, I think right. He plays pranks, and he's like, I think he's fucking with me. So I don't even trust that what he's saying he's doing, or what you know, he's filming another documentary or something. He could have gone a better route, though. He kind of yeah. just confronts him, and then the guy who's actually dying gets all offended that he accused him of faking it. Right. And it's like you could have <laughs> just like asked to come with him to the hospital or his next doctor's appointment. Be like, can I get a little footage of like a heart scan for the documentary or something? You could have gone that route. Um, Not just, hey, I think you're lying. Um, it's on Hulu, though. It was a good watch. Um, that first, I mean... The Amazing we, Jonathan's earlier specials I was going to say that half-hour Comedy Central thing was like huge when we were in high school. At least right. for us, when we were, that was the, uh, the formative of years of those 30-minute specials. I know there was like a Comedy Central Presents. I think I remember yeah, him yeah, from yeah. like, uh, wasn't there a show like Lounge Lizards? That Something was stand-up like comedy in the 90s on Comedy Central, but he had a, a, a few classic sets from the 90s. Um, you know, just that, that kind of very original uh, magician, but like drug-addled comedian combo set. And he would do a lot of like drug jokes and his, you know, the, the magical, the magic dust, and then he snorts the whole thing. Right. Um was also like a very absurd, like wonderful comedy. He though. had his catch, you know, like there's not a lot of people or like really any that it's like thinking of like ventriloquists and then like Otto and George. And then what's the big guy, the big with the, with the Jeff Dunham Dunham. Right. So it's like one or two, maybe 
drops of cream rise to the top of a very scarce. It's like like if there were one famous mime, but there isn't because you uh, they stink. Right. I don't know, but you know what I mean. There it's is. like a very Marceau, limited. Marceau. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of now. That's the, how little mimes there are. <laughs> is the one famous one died forty years ago? But so yeah, amazing Jonathan was like that, like. Greg Giraldo meets the prestige or something, you know, like he right. just had this, he's funny. He could have written jokes. He has a visual gag for sure, which is like his appearance and his sweaty, you know, I think his behavior to, is that he's unhinged and he does like good tricks. And he had like the female assistant who I think used to be his girlfriend or wife. Right. Um, it's not the same girl that he's with in the documentary, uh, but she was a great part of the act too, where she's like the dumb blonde I think he stabs her in the head with scissors <laughs> in one of the sets. <laughs> oh, man. Those are classic, though. Uh, but, yeah, he, he smokes meth. Um, I got to be honest. Like, and then, I haven't thought about him recently, but even watching that documentary years ago, like, I don't know. Like, I, just, I feel like I thought he was already dead. Like, you know? Yeah. It's baffling that he's not. How old was he today? Um, or, like, you know, age of they death? They said that in the documentary, they said he was, he was born in 58. No, look 58. at the thing. What was the math? I can't 58. do it. I can't 63, do it. 63, <laughs> 64. I think 64. Dude, I, yes. I mean, unless his birthday is later in the year, then he's probably 63. Um, I'm embarrassed at how poorly I can do math, or at least at how like I won't even start trying, because I'm like, what? I'm not going to get it. I'm What I'm <laughs> gauging it by is my dad is a year later. Right. You like, how old is like, my dad? Mom's 62? age plus three or something. Right. Like, <laughs> Got to do math that I know. Um, but yeah, at one point... He won't agree to smoke the meth on camera or he wants it to be censored in some way. And then the filmmaker, he, he agrees, uh, Jonathan agrees, I'll let you film me smoking if you smoke it too. And the filmmaker like spends a whole day trying to morally weigh this decision of like, is it worth it? Like, it would be gonzo journalism. This is what I need for my film. And then they like... He puts the pipe in his mouth and then they like censor it again because they play some call with some lawyer who's like, I would recommend, uh, I don't think there's any legal ramifications for you smoking meth on camera in a documentary. You know, everything, every documentary probably comes out a year after it was filmed anyway. Mm, Do you know that? I'm, Are you the police? <laughs> I'm you can't sure get arrested for a video of you consuming a drug a But they year could ago. use it as probable cause to find to something maybe search on you. you yeah. but which if you're not if a if you're meth an addict, abuser, you'll be carrying, you know. Anyway, he does smoke it. They just don't show <laughs> it in the film. He wimps out on that, which kind of bummed me out. It was like a little grizzly man moment where I'm like, Pfft. yeah, I gotta listen to the audio. Show That's the it. homo get eaten by the bear. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, in um, this yeah. case, the bear is meth. Or, um, or Jonathan, I don't know. Either one. <laughs> we hardly knew you. Sometimes you eat the meth, and sometimes the meth eats you. R.I.P. The Amazing Jonathan. Clink. And with that, I'm going to try not to drink for a month. Whoo! I'm doing it. I'm going to try and just get all the way through a month, which should not be a difficult goal. A month. Yeah, but today is technically February 28th, so March hasn't started yet. And I already had a few days head start, you know. You know how silly I am. I, uh, you know, I have these like daily permit stickers to yeah. park in front of my building, Woo. and sometimes I'll just do the next couple days so I don't have to remember it. And I put one today, 
for February 29th tomorrow. What an asshole. Fucking idiot. Every I wasted it. I wasted the sticker. Yeah. That's what I'm saying about math. It's hard. It's like 50 cents a piece. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's not that hard. Pick up a hobby. That's what I did. Uh, I have a, a bunch. Sober October. <laughs> I write raps. Yeah, I'm doing a parched march. Just start I, like uh, baking or something. Did you hear what I said? I came up with that. It's parched march. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, we have a show in Iowa on the 31st That'll be a nice celebratory beer if I can make it Maybe I'll even give myself a cheat day Parch March is better than dry January Yeah, that doesn't even rhyme J and J, that's it Dry and January But yeah, I've already been doing good But Term convinced me with Jew from Sopranos To finish this bottle with him on February 28th I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah Ariel from The Sopranos, season one died. <laughs> Poe up. Um, shall we highly recommend an album? Shall we? We shall. Highly recommended. Write another song for the money Something they can sing Not so funny Money in the bank To keep us warm Is it just me or does this kind of sound like that intro Gucci song? Lemons in the something and something Lemons on the chain with the V-cuts Yeah, this is that! Lemonade and shade with my feet up Lemon pepper wings with the freeze cup. Yeah, I nailed that. <laughs> that's why I did it. Same. Really? Of course. You think that's a coincidence? Yes. Not at all. Well, either way, nothing gets by me. This week's highly the fact that you planned that. <laughs> recommended album is the 1976 Moving Targets from Flo and Eddie. Hmm. Excuse me, Flo? Jerk. Originally founding members of the Turtles, Flo and Eddie joined for a brief stint Frank Zappa's Mothers of Invention when the Turtles disbanded. If they make you squeal on a friend or they'll take you. Um, this is another group who I discovered from that Frank Zappa documentary that I saw at a drive-in two years ago. I never watched that. Um, Johnny Guitar Watson, they said, was one of his influences. And I took the name down. I like, I'm going to peep some of that guy later. Damn, you Changed my life. You've highly recommended him. Um, Flo and Eddie, I got to say, this is one of those albums that's really picked more around a song, and this is that song. It's a Gucci main song. It's a Gucci <laughs> song. Uh, the rest of the album... Not in love with. It's not bad. Not amazing. Kind of has like a show tunesy, like like rock opera, like play sound to it. But the lyrics in this one really love it. And TM's gotten far out of reach now. So you're basically saying we wouldn't know anything else by Flo or Eddie. All you need is love to keep it warm. It's my favorite part. Turn it up. 
It's the best verse. Kill another whale with your power. Shoot a bunch of kids from a tower. Snipe them in their cars. Blood keeps them warm. Or make a better world from the old one. Make yourself a baby and hold one. I don't think you would even know this song. So no. Right. There's nothing else they did I think anyone else would know except Did Chad text you uh last week when we were together about a song? He texted me about um uh Marty Robbins's How does that go? El Paso. Down in the do 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 do. Yeah. I fell in love with a Mexican girl. He put that on, and then I started whistling it, like kind of like ahead of the melody or something. And he's like, "You know this song?" Oh, I was yeah, like, Dude, this, this is on the term playlist. Fucking every time we get into a rental car together. Like, yeah, I recommended it when we did a podcast at Jarves. Yeah. Well, yeah, he put that on. And he was like, "Damn, I thought nobody knew this." I was like, "Seth knows everything. Nobody would knows know this, but nothing that everybody knows." <laughs> An original Turtles tune. They redid Eleanor for this album. La 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 la. I think this is like the Turtles' biggest song. <laughs> um, you know, other than Keep It Warm and Eleanor, like I said, it's not a bad album, but. You just really like those two songs. Keep it warm. Mainly, that mainly one. keep it warm. Yeah. Um, the first song, though, Mama, Open Up. This song is pretty cool. Whoa, vulgar. Open up what exactly? Them legs, baby girl. Spread them, mom. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though? It has a very, like, like, theatrical vibe to it. I can see all of these being performed, like, in a play. <laughs> yeah It reminds me It's actually not even really It doesn't go as hard But of your uh, Hedrick Hedwick And the Angry Inch soundtrack Hedwig Heg Heg Hedwig Hold on I got H-E-D. it H-E-D Wig Hedgewick <laughs> Kira Sedgwick um, And the Angry Inch There was something else That these two did Oh you know what They um Flo and Eddie Sang background vocals on Get It On, Bang A Gong by T-Rex. I like this part. It's a very Hedwig in the Angry Inch, though. That's what I was saying. I can like hear a similarity, the theatrical nature. <laughs> la, 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 la. Everybody knows Bang A Gong, though. Nobody knows this. You're my gal. Shoopa doopa boopa da boo. So it's Flo and Eddie in the background right here. This is not on the album I'm recommending. Nothing to do with the it, really. album I'm recommending. 
is flowing Eddie. Moving targets. Let's hear it again, everybody. The best song on it. It's great. I like the line about the Gipper. The making a baby and then holding a baby. Fucking come on, <laughs> dude. Our buddy who's just texted me. He always texts me about like Legion of Skanks, you know? So. I blocked him five minutes ago because he won't <laughs> stop texting my phone. And I know that I won't care about any of it. <laughs> he says, you know... <laughs> Kumi is on It's tonight. annoying me. My and phone it, keeps buzzing over here. It says, here. did Seth tell you about the show? LOL. Also, don't you like Hillary Duff? His mind is insane. <laughs> and Remember that like uh, screensaver <laughs> on the PC where it's like a bunch of pipes going a million directions? <laughs> that's, that's his mind. That's how it works. That's the plumbing of his mind. <laughs> yes. His head is plumbing. <laughs> so I said, uh, he's like, don't you like Hillary Duff? And I'm like, I had a crush on her when I was like 14. And I'm like, how does he even... Did I... I don't even know. Oh, he, yeah. he it had to have come up one of these nights. So I say, I had a childhood crush, and he goes, Oh, I'm listening to Metamorphosis. <laughs> He's like just running the Hillary Duff album. Oh, I love it. It's like, hey, that's how he gets my attention. Like, you gonna watch Skanks tonight? Didn't you like Hillary Duff? <laughs> Two separate thoughts. Right, he didn't bite at the one. I know Ooh. how to get him. Funny. And yes, yeah. I did. I, I liked Hillary Duff an awful lot when I was a young boy. Oh, this guy had the Lizzie McGuire movie on DVD. Yeah. Not ironic at all. No, I wasn't watching it for the acting. <laughs> I was a little boy with a crush and a hard, untouched pecker. Keep it. I mean, <laughs> Moving Targets by Flo and Eddie, 1976. Ooh. That is this week's highly recommended. We're doing it, you guys. Album. We and are. you know what? Check out that Frank Zappa documentary because it's in my list. It brought me these dudes. It brought me um, Johnny Guitar Watson. Just watch the part where they say <laughs> like his associated acts and influences and write them down. I got uh, way more in my list than I will ever watch on any platform. I always go like, oh, like I click around for an hour and be like, oh, it looks good. I'll watch that one. I started a list. And then like day. six months later, I'll watch one of those things. You want to see my list and see if you want to watch anything that's on oh it? Oh my, I'll give you mine. <laughs> the Red Shoes. Wow. The Red Shoe Diaries? <laughs> I remember the Red Shoe Diaries, Speaking of dude, hard, untouched peckers. I was more of a G-String Divas fella. I ran them both. The three love, the story of the three loves. Ew. You don't even know what these are. I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> you want to be gay? Three Come on, loves? dude. Kirk Douglas falls in love with this beautiful Italian chick. Okay, what's the so next gorgeous, one? So gorgeous, and she died of a barbiturates overdose what, in 1971. What's the next one? Um, Throw Mama from the Train. I mean, I've seen that several times. I watched it. Several? With, in the last year, I've watched it. What? Yeah. Was it on Pluto or something? No, I put it on. It's on something, and I wanted really? to watch it. Yes. I that saw it one once I, years ago, it. and I don't remember anything Except the lady from the Goonies is in it. Right. And she's... <laughs> but um, you and I just listened to Barry Sonnenfeld on Gilbert Gottfried's show. Did he do that? He was the cinematographer. Gotcha. DeVito directed it. Uh-huh. Oh, you know what? Didn't he do Get Shorty? Um, Sonnenfeld... Or what, what am I thinking Directed of? Get Shorty. Right. That was on Pluto the other day. And I was like... I've it's a good movie. Never, never seen it. Never cared to see it. And it's a be good movie. Because we listened to that episode. Yeah. I kept it on for a second. But I was go it was last night, and I was about to go to bed, and it didn't it, look great, so um, I went to bed. <laughs> what is his name? Elmore Leonard uh, novel. I think that's the writer. Mm. Um, and it's an adaptation of one of his stories. Um, also, other adaptations of his stories are Out of Sight by Steven Soderbergh and Jackie Brown by Tarantino. And what I've always loved, Sonnenfeld, I think, was a producer on Out of Sight. And... Um, 
what I love about those two movies is they're both Elmore Leonard novels adaptations, and they both share a character who's a detective. And I believe Jackie Brown came first, and Soderbergh, for that same detective character, cast Michael Keaton, who plays him in the Jackie Brown film. So it kind of keeps this universe, this film universe. There's two separate films, two separate directors, but they're both Elmore Leonard novels, and Michael Keaton plays the same cop in both of them. I love that. Yeah. I was, you know, I have to assume that Soderbergh knew uh, that Keaton had already done this role and was like, why, why audition anybody else? Let's just see if Michael Keaton wants to play the same character again. So what other yawn fest is on your list here? Uh, Nashville, <laughs> 1975, Robert Altman. Um, I've never seen that. Supposed to be I've, an epic. I've, yeah, I've I've heard of it. Almost three hours. You know what? I saw a um, picture of uh, Shelley Duvall in Nashville this weekend, and it was so sexy. I would I could have beat off to it right in my grandpa's living room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it made me want to watch it. I also just learned that um, Keith Carradine won an Oscar for Nashville. Yeah. For best song, and Keith Carradine. This is Lundy from Dexter. Right. On the heels of winning an Oscar for song in Nashville, he put out Deb. He put out like three albums. Keith Carradine has a Spotify with like albums on it. He's probably got more monthly listeners than we do. Is his brother the one who killed himself jerking? Yes. Right. His brother is Bill. Back to the Tarantino. Yes. Um Mouth to Mouth, which is a All I can tell you, sir, is that he's gay. Spanish hey, film. Hey, I am so ungay. Okay. The Backwoods. Uh, yeah, we're gay. I think you would like and the Backwoods. You should actually look up the Backwoods and check it out. I don't like Backwoods. I watched it years ago uh, when I was on my in college. I watched. I tried to watch every Gary Oldman film, and I almost succeeded. There's like five that I missed. Yeah. Um, and that was one of them. We probably even watched it together. It's like Backwoods. Friends, uh, like going to a cabin. Eh? tie in for Cabins. you, and then they Friends. like get to a cabin and there's some chick who's been like kidnapped or abused and they chicks they'll like grab rifles and go try and find what happened to her or something Hell yeah! oh never yeah, mind you're I in. thought they were gonna kill her <laughs> they go chase her they into the blow woods. her head off yeah. the movie's 10 minutes long uh lolita kubrick that saw i believe I've, yeah i saw a long time ago need there's a, a, need a review a, like like movies like sunset boulevard and stuff like i was in that college era and like i'm watching all the i don't right. watch anything classic anymore it has to be dog shit see you from know? listening to gilbert's show i know that sunset boulevard starts with a uh famous or a rich lady is having a wake for her pet monkey um and what is that a billy wilder film um he tells a story where i guess the actress was like confused and talking to the director of like uh, you know like it's just a pet monkey like how am i supposed to be and the director yeah. was like remember you were fucking the monkey. <laughs> like he wants her to like, that's, that's what I want out of you in this scene. You Do were you know fucking how long the monkey. Took me to teach this monkey to suck my dick without peeling it. Um, uh, and then the verdict with uh, Paul Newman. Cool. You want to know what's on my list? I downloaded the uh, Candyman reboot. I haven't watched it yet. It's on I my list. I can't believe you. I saw that one in theaters. <laughs> I don't need it on a list. It was terrible. I've only heard about how it's terrible, which kind of sells it even more for it's me. It's so, so heavy. What am I going to not watch the Candyman? Well, get the fuck out of here. I'm watching it. And I already know I'm going to like it more than you and Dylan and everybody who told me it's the worst. Maybe. Uh, let's see. What else is on my list? <laughs> I uh, Like nothing. I don't care. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna, on Shutter. Oh, Ichi the Killer. I'm gonna finish watching Peacemaker with John Cena on HBO. <laughs> no, you were right. Hell yeah! <laughs> that was on the heels though of us. We stayed at Drew's in St. Louis two weeks ago, and he more Chinese he, communist propaganda, dude. <laughs> There's like, there's like one Chinese maybe character. I know. It just there was a thing last year where John Cena referred to Taiwan as oh, a right. country. Yeah, and China was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, we own that shit. Very dishonorable. And not only did he um, apologize, he apologized in Chinese. That was, was like, whoa, I, dude. Cucked I would have forgot the about Chinese that Communist Party. <laughs> I'm not Cucked. watching the rest of it. <laughs> But yeah, like that, it picks up where that movie had left off. I'm like, oh, this. I'm sure right. it'll be like I was saying. It's like, uh, it's the dude who does like Eastbound and Down and Jody uh, Hill. Jody Hill directs a bunch, and they're all written by. I think they're all written by James Gunn, mm-hmm. who's like, you know, like he's James done Gunn. cool shit. Yeah, you might like it. I'm but a big fan of John his Cena. Is hard to get past as like an actor. He doesn't do a terrible job. But I yeah, can't no. help but not see, like, he's I never going to be playing a character that isn't just kind of corny dad John Cena guy. Right. Yeah. I said, uh, you know, the Suicide Squad movie was fun. Yeah. I like it James was. Gunn's style of action humor. I like that movie way more than I thought I would like anything in that universe. It Having was fun. said that, I don't know how willing I am to sit down and watch, like, a whole John Cena vehicle. Yeah, I don't think you're going to make it. It's but, uh, multiple hours I watched the first of something couple. starring John Cena. There's some That's cool rough. shit. There's some cool action shit. Um, like a couple laughs, a lot of corn, right? A lot of corn. But you know. and I feel like with that movie, um, I've talked before about the show, The Boys. Love The Boys, season three coming I, later you this know, year. I think you, I think you might like Peacemaker, Master. Well, I feel like <laughs> Pink Master. <laughs> they took like basically what The Boys has been doing, and they're kind of just doing the same thing. Yeah, it's action hero stuff, but it's like rated R comedy shit. Yeah. You know, I'm trying. I'm really trying to think vulgar of anything like I'm, uh, and violent. And I did. They just put out like, uh, but it's like I'm not even excited. Like Nightmare Alley and um, the French Nightmare Dispatch. Alley's a good movie. You should check it out. I, I French want to. Dispatch was pretty. And nope. <laughs> Always does it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I just saw that those are out, and I want to see those. They're both uh, worth a watch, yeah. um, especially if you if you're into Wes Anderson. If you're a fan, I'm like of his. not into him, but I, he has good. Mo- what are what are his movies? Did he do like uh, Royal Tenenbaums? Yeah, Rushmore. Rushmore. I've seen all Hotel. these. They're good movies. Darjeeling Limited. I don't which know if was, I saw that one. Yeah, I didn't see that. Fart Fest. Fart Jeeling. This Limited. this one was it's three like vignettes, three chapters, and the first one I thought was good. The second one was, and then the third one was like all right, decent. That's good and if you look like on the the image when the film comes up, it's like a whole who's who of actors, mm-hmm. and like five of them have significant roles. Everyone you know what else I did like watch? One line. And this is a rewatch, but I've always liked this movie. I think we might. I think we saw it in theaters fucking nine years ago, and it's been on my show my girlfriend list for a while. But it's a longer movie, and sometimes like it's always late, and I'm like, we should put on Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, I don't think we saw it in theaters, but we lived together and we peeped it. I think I saw it in theaters. I might have been, I saw it with my dad or something. Maybe I think I did, and then I was. And like, you might have been like, yeah, hey. yeah. yeah. Uh, you might have been writing this movie off because Hugh Jackman's in it, but check he's it great. out. He like, is he great. He steals the whole movie. He does. This, this movie turned me... Where he's busting the sink apart with that hammer. Just give me back my daughter. And he's right. like destroying the room. Like I literally think Paul Dano was like afraid a little bit when he throws the hammer right next to his head through yeah. the drywall. He's like, God, Jesus, dude. Paul <laughs> Dano deserves Wolverine's an Wolverine's throwing a fucking hammer in my for, head. <laughs> yeah, just for not flinching. Um, 
It's no, a great movie. Flinched. That's uh, Dennis Villeneuve, whatever oh, how you say it. Oh, yeah. Villeneuve. Villanueva? Something like that. I don't know. Villanova? Uh, but yeah, we watched that, and it was like, you know, if it's too late, I know Melina's going to fall asleep, and I'll be, whatever. It's like fucking two and a half hours. But it's it was a, like, a, Melina was like, let's watch a movie, maybe something like, like a thriller, and I was like, this is my chance. It's three in the afternoon, uh, but... That's a pretty good movie. It's a good one. I haven't seen it in like whatever since we saw it again. The if you know the ending though, it kind of takes away from the rewatchability because the second time, most right, recent right. time I watched it, halfway through I remembered the ending and I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, I know exactly where this is going now. No, so I was I forgot entirely that like like uh, Viola Davis and Terrence Howard, right? Melissa Leo's th- in there's it. There's like yeah, I forgot the extra star power in that movie, but Hugh Jackman is. It's all about my dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, great like, performance I don't know I uh, really, Nightmare Alley though is, we'll is definitely worth the watch I would say over French Dispatch especially I mean if it's down to those two I want to see Nightmare Alley I'm gonna watch French Dispatch if that makes sense you know there's one movie like I actually am interested in yeah and the other one is like oh I like Wes Anderson and like I could care less but I'll I'll watch this I like people that have like a track record get the pass even like you know when Kanye well, I was Nightmare say, Alley like, is Guillermo when, Del Toro no, I know. But like I, I was saying, when, when, even when artists I don't like put stuff out, I'm interested to hear or watch it a lot of times. Just read if some, they're like uh, A-list people. Some whole statement uh, from Scorsese, really, really ball wash in Nightmare Alley. Loved it. Thinks everyone should see it. Okay, you're selling it. Um, I don't know. Should we do fan questions? Are we done with Ask Eddie? Junior? It's time for fan Not questions. Loud enough. Crank Turn it. That shit up, it's bro. time for fan questions. It's time for fan questions. report. I got this good good. I'm smoking on that good good. Got the uh Hit the Michigan dispensary. Oh, yeah. Makes the fucking Illinois dispensaries look like a cab pistol. (laughs) (coughs) Cheap, good weed. Time for me to get all stoned and in my head for these fan questions. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) We spent so much time talking about Ink Master. I was too stoned and in my head (coughs) at first. And then I I came down. We spent so much time talking about Ink Master. I was more comfortable. It's funny, like after the Ink Master talk, you put your backpack on to come into this room, and I thought, does he think we're done? Right. We just <laughs> talked about a show for an hour. I wasn't the podcast. My sucky Gucci Mane intro threw me for another loop. I felt high. <laughs> you just can't catch a fucking break. Um, Woo! Here, let's hear this first thingy. Hey, what's up, Term? How y'all doing tonight? Well, I got a great suggestion for y'all. Um, Look up the album 40 Ounce Slushy by the band Group X, specifically the songs Bang, 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 or Too Many Guys. I think you guys will really enjoy this. Uh, bang, bang, bang. That's Have a bang, great bang, evening. Bang. Kisses. 40 Ounce Slushy. Bang, bang. I just want bang, bang, bang. I don't want relationship. I just want bang, bang, bang. Are you sure this is the right band? 100% this is what he's talking about. Cause it fucking rules. <laughs> I feel like I've heard this before. Okay, Annie, listen. I don't want to make sex, eat chocolate, look at animals, take walk, 
no. You come home and you say, Hashmir, touch me down there. I like that. I don't think so, Annie. Don't have time. Want to drink cigarette? You know? I get it. It's like not even a song. Right. It's like Borat the musical. Is it like that one song that was like, yeah, whatever? Dude, that song fucking rocks. <laughs> Can we recommend that to you after this? I was talking about that song the other day. Uh, my roommate. So I'm always playing guitar in the living room, and he's got a whole recording set up. He's like, we should record something. And he's like, what's a great cover uh, that we can record? My roommate was like, hey, we should go record something. I was like, yeah, whatever. I was like, I know a great song that we should record. Whatever. <laughs> it's the United States or whatever. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> I went down to the beach and saw Kiki. She was all like, eh, and I'm like, whatever. Fucking classic. This chick comes up to me and she's all like, hey, aren't you that dude? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So later, I'm, I'm at the pool hall and this girl comes up and she's all like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. This 40 ounce slushy guys can learn a thing or two from Liam Lynch. <laughs> uh, I like it. Thank you, caller. Here's another. Uh, I just want bang, bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. On the heels of highly recommended. This is from Chris, and it says, uh, it's called Hank Trill. It says, guys, this artist has more monthly listeners than you. Play this on the podcast and offer commentary, please. Hank Trill definitely has more monthlies than us. Is this the guy who, um, okay. his song is all over TikTok, and I've seen I a bunch, know. I've seen, because TikTok bleeds over into Instagram. I just want to... Just break my phone. I, I want to delete I just my whole bleed phone. bleed over. I want to bleed out. <laughs> but shit bleeds over to Instagram, and I see it there. Um, and yeah, whatever. Put on fucking. He raps like Hank Hill. Let's go, Hank. I Trill. don't find it funny. So he's like Lil Nas X, but white and not for real. No, it's like an actual Hank Hill impression. Okay, but rapping. I keep that thing on me. This is God this is it, like Bobby. viral. They what you're hearing right now. There's now a billion videos with that on it. I keep that thing on me. Dude, I do I do want to kill myself. I hate it. Don't like It's like anybody. We should have. If if I would have known, you know, I would have been working on my hang. But it's, for 10 it's, years. it's novelty music. There's always been novelty music. It's I didn't like realize novelty music was going to be the new music. I didn't realize it was going to be taken more seriously than serious fucking attempts at music. You know, I Which mean, it is. is it though? I don't know. People actually like good music too. Maybe we just suck. <laughs> but this is like a, I'm not in on the joke. And then yeah, you know me. I'm ultra critical. I'd be like, it's not even a good Hank. people, <laughs> Bobby. Like this was a hit. Because it's weird. You know, like uh, the fucking chipmunk song was was a hit. Yeah, we don't need to play all of them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Do we not though? This song rocks. Can we just get a little more United States or whatever? Like this was a hit. This was a number one hit. Okay, Theodore. You know, this okay, still Alvin? is wait. Well, I said a, an attempt or an effort at serious music. This is Alvin. This is like tied into a holiday marketing and a cartoon and franchise that it sells plush dolls for the Christmas holiday. It's marketing. It's marketing music, and it's it actually takes thought. Oh, keep the thing on me, damn it, Bobby. Oh, oh, we could all have done that. <laughs> this is the best part. 
I didn't realize you were such a big fan. I want a hula hoop. Oh, there's always been novelty songs. Yeah. Uh, I will not be like going to to listen to Hank Trill on my own. Yeah, you know his first three tracks I see are Propane Money, Propane Money 2, and Propane Profit. He's like the riffraff of... Fuck Bobby <laughs> How far can this go? No you know no what I'm saying? No money, no broke ho. Broke ho. Hope he gets kissed out by a chomo. chomo. Always watching porn on that Google promo. Oh. Hey, fuck Bobby, bitch. Whoa. Hey. Fuck Bobby, bitch. Oh man, goddamn. Hey, fuck Bobby, bitch. I mean, it's essentially the same joke as singing rap lyrics with an emo voice. Yeah. I guess we're one in the same. Not so different, you and I, Hank Trill. But just one more thing <laughs> that makes me want to quit doing that. Uh, this is from Thomas. Question for Ack. How's the screenplay coming? Question for Term. You've been doing any drawing lately? Parentheses. Still want to commission a tattoo? Piece. Oh, is this a guy who's Peace. asked me to draw it? Anyone who's ever Apparently. asked me to draw them a tattoo before, my answer is always like, I don't want to do that. Um, For what reason? I don't want because I'm I'm all the you know what you're talking about earlier with Kanye West. He's anti tats like, uh, His confidence level being off the charts, and he you're the just, opposite like, of that. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever the other end of the spectrum of confidence is from that, I'm I'm on that. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> and and well, I don't know. So also, I, I don't know. That's why I find Ink Master entertaining. It's 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 high stakes. You know, my thing being there forever. Yeah, what dude, if I screw walk the tightrope, live some high stakes for once, draw this guy a tattoo, and then it stinks. They got a, a stinky thing forever, and I I'm responsible. Thomas, call back in next week. I what mean, what, what do you want? The tattoo. So let's give Term some homework. You know. What do you want? Maybe it's something he could pull off. I think one person before... To say a tattoo sounds really hard. Like, we watch Ink Master. That shit's not easy. There's six-hour pieces. One person uh, tattooed, got tattooed something that I drew um, before. And I and I thought that it, like, the, like, the end result didn't really look exactly like my picture. And so it wasn't as good. That was what I thought. Well, see, so you did your job even better than the tattoo artist, Perhaps. which means that fan who got it tattooed is very happy with what you provided at, for, at the very least. Yeah, I mean, I'm it sure depends on the picture. It overall, if it's something I've already completed and put out there and was like proud of, and you want to get that tattooed, that's cool. It's the commissioning thing where they're like, "Hey, I want you to draw this, and then I'm going to take it and go put it on my body forever." That's the right. the heavy part where I'm like, "Uh, can you do portraits? Take a selfie." Outline it in portrait, and then boom, Oof. big Stevo portraits are rough. <laughs> a color yeah, portrait day is always rough. Uh, new school portrait on the ribs. <sighs> um. Oh, and how's the screenplay coming? I have not been working on it. Um. I do. Ha I I started getting my head back around it recently. In fact, I talked with Vanna Black while we were hanging out. He was showing me his wanted man stuff and ideas. He he like he he sees. Uh, you know, he has a big vision for this. He was telling me about like the backstory of Wanted Man, like before he becomes no, crazy. this character. I've, I've, you know, I didn't, I didn't know I've all of this. Observed that, and, and it's uh, and it's very well thought out. I so. find it in admirable and inspiring. And we were, you know, brainstorming. I was telling him about my the uh, one of my you know the screenplay idea. I'm whatever most interested in trying to get back into writing, but um, I have this book that's like. 
screenplay the book, you know, just like a fucking, I want to read that and get a little more screenplays for dummies. Pretty much, but just, you know, the form of uh, making a fucking movie foundation. And I already read a couple chapters and it like, it will help. I, that's what got my head. I started reading that. I'm not working on my screenplay right now, but I did start reading that book with the intention of like making that a goal soon mm-hmm. this year to like finish. Uh, I, I was very excited about it like six months ago when I had the idea. I spent weeks taking notes. I have like 40 pages of notes, but they're very disorganized. Some are like character development ideas. And then there's like act one, two, three breakdowns and bullet points and ideas that won't make it. And But I haven't like written out more than a scene. I wrote out like my opening scene and then I'm just working on the fucking, there's a big, there's a big question mark in act two. Right, I, could, get on. I could write the whole, the first 30 pages, I think like I could, and I think I'm just going to do that. I think I'm going to start with that, but I'm so like OCD and like, don't want to start one thing until I can finish one thing or, or, or see the whole vision. I should just start writing scenes. Cause I do see full scenes like for the beginning and for the end, but I need a lot of like, backstory and motive and character <laughs> development and i gotta you know i i took a screenwriting class in film school so I, I know like the form i know the arc i know the plot points and the rising and falling action and basically like the the diagram that you fill in the blanks with your ideas to make a movie but doesn't mean I, that it's easy or i know how to fucking write anything that no. isn't rhyming words so uh i mean we all heard it, your dialogue last week bethany my <laughs> sweetheart um but no, I have uh that's another thing. My dialogue's probably gonna struggle, but I'm I'm not even there yet. I'm just trying to like you know how you go to IMDB and it'll be like a little three lines about the movie. That's what you read on like, oh that sounds good, I'll I'll play that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you click more and there might be like a whole synopsis with like some spoilers, but give you like a intro paragraph body and then the you know. I saw one uh I, I wanna be able to write that uh before I dive too far into my script. Oh, if you so can't can, write a synopsis, you can't write a screenplay. Well, I can write one. I just don't have like two or three questions answered that really help like uh, make sense of everything else I'm doing. Yeah. But I I swear like the idea is like 75% there. So I don't know, just like a little bit of an uphill battle to see the rest of it. But like I said, fuck seeing the rest of it. I should just start writing scenes and I'm going to try and get back into that a little more um, this spring and summer. But uh, yeah, it's it's still a goal. We shifted, I think, like Kazamdemic and then the tour with Jarve. And then it was just like, whatever, the holidays. And I was working on writing rap stuff. And then like the Crack Amico contest. So it I was writing the vine. that. Yeah, just like months went by and I went back into the rhyme bag. And now we're catching up on some of those things and whatever. But uh, it's on the list. Thank you for asking, Thomas. Uh, one of these days. Like I know I can say I'll manifest it. I'm going to finish that script. I'm going to write a full m- movie script, whether it's that one or another one, or several. Like I know I can do that. Whether or not they ever get made or seen or read by the right person, who fucking knows? And right, you know that's the uphill battle. Isn't but there some th- my goal is to write a movie, and I, I will do that one day. I'll make. I'm. I don't know the statistics. I don't. You know. I guess nobody would. But math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, wouldn't you just like uh, assume that fucking ninety eight percent of screenplays that get written don't get made? It's. I no, would they get almost. Shelved. I swear to God, I uh, I just brought this up too because Vanna was telling me about he watches these like like breakdowns of people talking about stuff like that, but for comics and like why these comics succeeded right. and, and the stuff that doesn't sell. I know that because like I I watch videos like that, especially six months ago when my head was all wrapped up in this new idea. There's like yeah, there's whole film buff type 
critic pages that there was a video I watched, which is like why 95% of scripts don't get sold or something. And like, um, yeah, I have been looking more into that. I did fucking a thousand years ago, you know, 13 years ago in film school have like a basic understanding of this, but you know, I'm a little late. This is like the first time I've really cared to make this a goal. I wasn't even, I cared about the Palmer squares in college. I didn't care about writing a movie. And now it's like over a decade of squares and figuring out we've, we've, made bones in that and we're booking shows now and it's like oh yeah we're working on that what else maybe i should use that fucking hundred grand i spent to get the education on a exactly yeah film production and or at least just do more with it write an idea down so right we'll see speaking well, of writing ideas down you have a tattoo to commission i just drew the shirt we came up with last week so in your face there's thomas. an answer to have you been doing drawing lately Lillian thomas yeah term showed me a rough sketch of uh the bag of diesel tank full of gas, you know, it looks pretty right. cool for a rough Eat sketch. That, dude. Um, but yeah, I guess no passion projects, non no. squaresy art in production at the moment until just make them an offer. Thomas, what's it going to be? What's it going to be to, wait, wait, to wet want? your beak? What do you want? That's what I'm saying. We'll, we'll need a follow-up email about maybe... Oh, it's Thomas. What oh, does he want? Thomas, have you ever seen Ink Master? Because this is how I want to do it. I want I want you to call in and you got It's like like a skull pick. I want, like Uh-oh. you said, Japanese koi fish <laughs> on my inner arm. You, you know, know what? Black and gray. Uh, Thomas tried to throw me a curveball, but I think I'm going to hit this one out of the park. <laughs> The worst part about that show is how they like give them these little lines to like nobody talks. Right. Nobody just talks how people talk. It's very clearly uh Man, this um, really isn't my forte, but And I know because I've worked in video. I've worked interviewing people for like I'm gonna have to do what I gotta do. I've had to interview teachers to do like a you know, like a a tutorial for their class and like what we do in a little recap video and be like sometimes they're just not giving you what you need. So the guy behind the camera molds a sentence out of like the three well, shitty things they coached. said say this say this say, they've uh, all been coached on how to say it right you know it's like when you watch whatever your favorite basketball team is right like most of them aren't john cena on the mic but they all i swear they get training on how they they have to do an interview at the end of every game you know what i mean they got to sit in front of the the post-game press conference dealing with the press is something that i think is like taught to a lot of basketball players because they're right. just not that type of dude so that's why when you're at a game and on the jumbo scron it's be like i'm number 11 jumbo scron, jumbo scron. <laughs> <laughs> now we have the title uh, <laughs> the jumbotron screen i guess uh, but they just sound like they're not good on mic hey chicago this is Demar. Right, because like, not. You're not, you know, if you, but they're basketball players, exactly. so that's what we want them to do. So when they're, you uh, guys are tattooers. I'm not reality show them. contestants on TV. That's like, you know, more people apply than make the show, obviously, and a lot of them get cut. Maybe not even for skill, but because they can't be molded into that TV guy who can read a line and say, "Yeah, I'm coming back stronger next week." I got a fire burning inside me. Like they'll draw, they'll do a fireman piece and then have to make a punny thing about that. Right. It's like a lot of puns. I and think just it's the part cadence. of being it's on like reality TV is you have to be best at that cadence. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, who's the vice guy? Shane Smith. <laughs> Jumbo scron. Um, I used to watch Shane Smith's like vice reporting. And then I like noticed how every time he's doing a thing before a story, he talks like this and every sentence. See, then he starts back here he's like and a then musician. he works down and he works down to this. It's like and that's music. the way he talks the entire time that he's talking about the story. And then after I realized that I like, can't watch it anymore. Yeah. It's so annoying. Just say it. Uh, here's another, here's another thing. 
Yeah, you guys mentioned Sabo on the last podcast, and I just wanted to hear your thoughts on the new album, if you caught it. I thought it was fucking great. And that, uh, that UK rap was fucking dookie butter. I'd rather you guys sound like MC Guru on a perk 30 than that shit. Peace, I didn't understand. What was he saying? What? <laughs> the whole second half. Blah, 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 blah. But what was the second half with the dookie... Um, he said something about, let's see. It I was a bunch of words that the I The British rap? Oh, great. What British rap? That UK rap was fucking dookie butter. I'd rather you guys sound like MC Guru on a Perk 30. Dookie butter, shit. rather guys sound like MC Guru on a Perk 30. That's, yeah. What? what? The UK rap was dookie butter, and he'd rather, he'd we sound like MC Guru on a Perk 30. Okay. I think that's what he's saying. I don't remember like the things we talk about. So somebody said or anything they like British rap and want us to sound like that, dude. For the last two weeks, it's been a topic on the comment. Well, some guy said that we aren't passionate. I don't even know if that had to do with British shit. Oh, but, really? Uh, we whatever. This is a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> We've. Uh, I like British rap. I said uh, I was looking for a new British rapper. A lot of people sent me directly shit right. that I listened to none somebody of. Somebody sent a guy and we listened to it. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, we played some on the show and then I got dissed by Cracky Mental and, uh, he was British. Oh yeah. The Brits are really sharting all over That's us. That's what I'm saying. So where have you been is my question more than anything. <laughs> He's just looking at me blank. <laughs> he just can't say anything. He doesn't know where he's I had been. to clear space <laughs> in my hard drive to store six seasons of Ink Master. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you can't undo this t- trash delete, right. you know? <laughs> uh, here is... Oh, Saba's album. We didn't really even get into it, but I listened to it a few times. Um, I listened to it once. Yeah, we... Uh, ow. I had put it on when we uh, drove back from Omaha, as it were. But uh, yeah, a lot of dope shit. And I really like that uh, If I Had a Dollar song and Stop That. And I can't remember all the titles, but it's a... Stop That was super awesome. I love Come My Way with Crazy Bone was super awesome. Very cool. I didn't uh, even Soldier realize Six Lack was on the album. Um, and then and then hearing Saba rap on a song with Black Thought was yep. pretty wild. Check that off everyone's bucket it's list, like mostly his. Rapper Alive. Bucket list, Saba. Um, and I don't know what it is, but there was like... That track two, one way, and then there was another one called like something monger, fear monger or something. The the beats sounded like I got a very like wax vibe from some of the production. Like it, I heard the beat drop and I was like, oh, wax verse coming soon or something. Like I just heard this and I'm like, don't you just picture wax doing a ow 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 ow. ow, ow. <laughs> But like, there was a couple beats where I was like, and maybe it is because I remember us sort of introducing Saba to Wax on our tour with him when Bucket List was a new project, and he loved it. He was like, "This guy's really good." But like, that has no relation. Maybe just in my head, there's that connection where I know. I wonder if Wax would hear these songs and be like, "Damn, I want to hop on that one." Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Hundred percent. That's not even saying anything. The album's great. I just was like, Wax. For the best, but also fearing the worst. Okay, every nigga that I know is scared of going broke. I know if I fall, fall back, back down, down, ain't no one there to let me roll. Okay, and every nigga that I know takes care of so and 
Uh, yeah, he continues to be, uh, you know, kind of like back to watching the Kanye thing when it's like, damn, like he represented for Chicago. And even though he can be a big embarrassment or something, like he really represented in the hip hop scene. Now take all the embarrassment out. Right. And then you got Savage just like, and yeah. hubris. Yeah. And I don't know. Even if I were just a fan, even if I were not somebody who like was a, you know, an artist in that genre, in that city, who had that guy on his first album, which we did. It's like, even if I, we, I wasn't that and I were just a fan of the like Chicago music scene, you know, people like that, Chance and Vic Mensa and fucking Saba for sure. <coughs> you know, it makes you feel like, yeah, like he's ours. Like, that, it's dope. He represents for my city and right. that makes me like him even more because I'm from that city. Yeah, so... I like him uh, as a musician too, but even if I just were a consumer and I like listening, it's like, yeah, Chicago bitch, we got DeMar DeRozan, bitch, we got Saba, right. we got Kanye, we got Common, Lupe, Chance, Vic. Like, it's a fucking pretty great scene. So I'm also here. I'm way at the bottom of that <laughs> list. You know when, you know when you get on a music festival lineup and then there's the three big names at the top and then like a hundred names and then it's like the eye doctor test at the bottom. Like close your left eye and read <laughs> right. any any letters you can't. Z, E, that's us down there. But uh, you know we're in the bifocal section. Same city. <laughs> uh, anyways. What else? Somebody writes in. This is from Gareth. It says, T-shirt ideas. Holy jeez, it's a novel. It's actually rather short. But anyways. This I guy finished his screenplay. <laughs> Look at that. I think you could have a bit more success with the T-shirts if you went for song titles instead of certain lines. Um, What's his name? Where's this? <laughs> Who am I talking to? Hey, hey, Gareth. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Gareth. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, Hold on, read a little bit. We're not like... Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we're not excluding song title ideas. I just think... Uh, I don't know. Maybe I I think our lines, certain lyrics are like more like directly Palmer Squares. What am I saying? It's like... I don't know what you're saying. Like, I, okay, let to, him go on. I'm thinking about where to come in with a yeah, whatever. <laughs> It says, loads of your titles are pretty cool sounding anyways uh, and have simple visual elements linked to them, which could look cool with an illustrator-like term who doesn't illustrate. <laughs> For instance. Come on, I did the other one. Spit take. I'll do all of these shits. Spit take. Self-explanatory. So what do you see for that one? Lips. Like spit. Protruding spit. I don't know. Like <laughs> hawking a lug, like mid-lug hawk. A slate on a movie, like a, like a take, you know. A, a fucking movie camera and a slate with spit, uh, or or somebody as, obviously as uh, on the nose as possible. A sp well, a spit take is somebody spitting out their drink. Yeah, right? like, yeah. Um, so okay, that. listen, Gareth. <laughs> so that. All right, listen, there's Gareth. A, there's like I a meme. Jab. I got, I got, I got jab. Look, you're right. It's a, a good idea. There's a spit take meme of a chick. She looks like Sarah Silverman. I, I guarantee if you Google spit take gif, you'll see what I'm talking about. But you just like. Uh, Render that down to an illustration. Okay, there's the one girl that I was talking about, and then there's also this girl who looks like Jennifer Lawrence. Is that Jennifer Lawrence? Okay, first of all, where is the Sarah Silverman one? Okay, it's not as popular as this one. Keep Nobody going. knows what you're it's talking about. It's not her. About. It's everybody in Hollywood there's but her. one person doing listening who knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Keep going down. Keep going down. You no, know what? It might not be there's a There's Arsenio gift. Hall. It might not be There's Stephen Colbert. Delete there's the gift. Bill Hader and uh, Kristen Wiig. Search you with no gift. <laughs> oh, look. There's uh, Gene Wilder from Blazing Saddles. Who else we got? Andy Richter. Not a lot of Sarah 
Silverman. We can illustrate that. That's <laughs> that's like the go-to. Everyone's seen that. The go-to internet spit take. I think fuck the gif. internet. I'm not trying to fall into TikTok trends. Who are you to, anymore? We're trying to move units, bro. Fuck that, dude. You were right at the first time. Just a pair of lips with like a mug in front of them. <laughs> hot lips, Hulahan. Spitting. <laughs> Just a picture of hot lips, Hulahan. All right, spit we got take. ourselves a winner. Fuck yeah. Um, we didn't need you, Gareth. But I still think. That our lines like a spit take is a thing. That's that's the actually the point I'm trying to make. A spit take is something that is like we took that. It's already a term. That's why when we find a line like right. tank full of gas, bag full of diesel, that's just us. Like that's yeah. I don't think you're quite you know? grasping what we're trying to go for here, bro. But I actually like these ideas, and he's not wrong. We could even make an. Why, I only heard one. We've made a spooky language mediocre. shirt ten years ago. Why don't we make another one? Just make another one in a spookier style now. And just, why the fuck not, you know? Put like a pumpkin on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Done. What? So spit take is an idea there. And unlistenable could be someone with ear mufflers and shushing. What? Look, he's not wrong. Hey, dude, are you a He designer? is wrong. Unlistenable. I don't know. Like, it's, uh, is that ear weird to have a shirt that just says shushing? unlistenable? You know? Like, it. Yes. Yeah, like I'd rather it just say the Palmer Squares. I'd rather it just say the Palmer Squares with the earmuffs and shushing, and and it's implied in the visual. Like I'm not listening. No, unlistenable will come through in that. What do I say? Like behead the president and shit down his neck. Too wordy. (laughs) You can you can do one for both people. You know, do one with Trump, one with Biden. Sell it to everyone. Um, That's how you corner the market. Nowhere bro. to not go could have a sketchy map of Chicago. Lucky Quarter could be some fella flipping a coin. I think someone suggested Lucky Quarter last week, right? No? Uh, uh-huh. Spooky language could have a cool little ghost coming out of a dictionary or something. Planet of the Shapes. I already Come on, we already settled on pumpkin. <laughs> You're not going to top pumpkin, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Planet of the Shapes could be a solar system with all planets shaped differently, etc., etc. Love to you both from England. Oh, he's another Brit. Baga, peace off. Get him out of here. <laughs> Take him out. <laughs> Limey red coat. <laughs> P.S. Any news on you guys ever coming over the pond to Europe? Are we allowed? News? No. There's no news, but it's still like... Uh, a goal. It's something we thought we were going to start working on before COVID. And Let's then, do it. Let's just go. Not even book a show. Let's just go. Dude, you ain't got to twist my arm. I want to... Get um, the fuck out of here. <laughs> I hear that it's dog shit, but I still... I, wa- I just want to get fish and chips like that comes like wrapped in a newspaper, you know? I'll take it. Sounds awesome. <laughs> it, you had me at wrapped in newspaper. It's apparently like poor people food, um, you know? So yeah, actually... Uh, it's for like homeless guys. Like I said, I wouldn't mind, especially the bigger titles like Spooky Language. I, I think we don't have to tap out with just having printed one in 2012 to sell with our CD push 10 years ago. Right. You know, it's like, why not? The 10 year anniversary is coming up in May of this year. So maybe we should make another Spooky Language spooky shirt. Term? Homework? Can <laughs> Adam Sandler be involved somehow? Thanks a lot, Gareth. Giving me homework. <laughs> we need merch! Um, but actually, 10 Year of Spooky is coming up. We should, like... We already did the Napalm album with Nate for the five years, so we're not putting out another right. follow-up project. But, uh, yeah, we, we should put out like some art or a piece of merch. That's actually not a bad idea at all. I just came up with that on my own. No, thank you, Gareth. Thanks yeah. to you. Go put some beans no, on to your you. eggs. Fuck. 
Stupid. <laughs> Enjoy your bangers and mash. Oh, no. um, Love you, Gareth. Smooches. What happened to Term's car? He said that it's a long story. Well, I got time. So, <laughs> the question was, what happened to Term's car? Yeah, now what car? Yeah. I don't remember it's, it's half of what I say. The only shit I remember on here is what I like regret saying. <laughs> um... Um, well, you've had many cars. What car? But you did just go through a. How would he, it's like a knowing transition. about my Hillary Duff crush? How would you know this? I'm sure I just said because it didn't pertain to what we were talking about. Oh, uh, we were I probably renting a car, and you talked about how yours is. Throw a, enough inane details into everything that I say that I was like, I got to omit this. It's, look, a, it's a long story. You don't time. need to hear it. We got time for a long one. So tell us in extreme length about your car. <laughs> my plates expired. And in Illinois, you have to pass an emissions test to get new stickers for your plates. Right. I had to do that a couple months ago. My car failed the emissions test because it needs an O2 sensor. You blew it! So this is when my grandma was alive. I borrowed her car. And then my car like sat for three weeks in the like freezing cold and then just didn't work anymore. You know? Never mind not passing the emissions. It just doesn't start. So then we had to take care of a bunch of shit. This is why I said long story. It's just, it's, you don't need to know this. That's actually you rather need to short. Know this it shit just about my sucks life. and is boring. <laughs> right. Now that my grandma has died, I just keep the, the other one that I was borrowing. So let's let's actually go through your history of cars. I've never I was gonna say, bought, never bought a car. One. I've so always you, just been given You didn't have cars. a license in high school. That's when I... Right. School. I got my license when I was 18. <laughs> I, I, let you, I gave you a second to say Hi-ku. it. Uh, but I would. I was always driving you around, listening to Three Six Mafia. Mm-hmm. And then you got your license when you were like what, seventeen or eighteen? Yeah. And then you got a car hand me down. And I just didn't get one somebody. because I wouldn't have a car. So I was like, well, why am I going to go through the shit if then I'm when I'm done, I don't have a car to drive. Right. I can only like borrow my parents' car. Yeah, what good is knowing how to sometimes. drive if I can't drive? Exactly. So well, I waited. Um. But waited for what exactly i really didn't have any prospects um but when i shortly after i got my license my uncle bought my grandma a new car which was something he had always wanted to do and he was in a spot financially where he was like i could do this now and i would love to buy my mom a car right so i got her old shitty 1999 nissan Sentra, and that's the one that eventually ended up in the bunk video right and it's in a bunch of early videos tps reports volume two is heavily involved mayday mayday and uh, it's the one that had the broken window that i had to climb out of in Uh, engelbert right so you've seen that one but that's we're talking like 10 years ago and then that one got smashed up for the bunk video You were Hugh Jackman. <laughs> you know, just yeah. like, they, they forgot your fries at a Wendy's. Like, Give me back my fries. <laughs> Traffic was Paul Dano. <laughs> and I went Hugh Jackman on my fucking dashboard. Um, so then. That's the car that. Um, so it wouldn't start one time. And my ex-girlfriend was with me. She was in the passenger seat. And it was like the first day of spring. So all of the patio cafes had just opened and were all full, you know? 15-minute yeah. wait at every patio cafe because full, wall-to-wall. Yeah. And my car didn't start. So I'm pissed. And I, I had to climb – or I got out of the car. I didn't have to climb out yet. This is why, <laughs> I, had to, this is why I had to start climbing out. I follow. I get out of the car – and my girlfriend's still sitting in the passenger seat. And when I get out, I'm just frustrated and it's not starting. So I'm not going to stay in the car. And when I get out, I uh, kick the door shut behind me. 
you know, just jacket shut. And then I turn around and I see that what I just did is I broke the handle and it's like dangling off of the car now. Let the record show that everything that makes her mad in this, he did to himself, but keep going. Yep. <laughs> he kicked his handle. And the car's not starting because I didn't take good care of it either. Um, it was all your fault. <laughs> so I kicked the, the handle off and now it's like dangling. And now I'm mad because I just did that, you know? So... And then my girlfriend said, chill out. And now I'm really mad. She's sitting in the passenger seat. The, all the patios next to us are all full of people. And now at the, the, door, the door handle's dangling off. So I'm like, well, I'm going to kick it off the fucking car. You know? And I miss. And I kick the window. And I shatter the window. And it like rains glass all over my ex-girlfriend on the inside. I bet a lot of heads on, turned on the patio. Now, everyone is looking at us. <laughs> and it looks like we're in some abusive argument, you know? Um, so that's why I had to start climbing out of the window cause I broke the door handle so I, you couldn't open the door. And then, um, I also broke the window so I had a hole to climb out of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Pathetic. Oh. Also that car, um, m- remember the, <laughs> so, I don't remember how, but somehow I broke off the turn signal. Oh, you had to use a uh, screwdriver. No, it was an X-Acto blade. Close, an X-Acto blade. I jammed an X-Acto blade into the plastic that was still in there. And then, so every time I had to turn my turn signal on or my headlights, I had to twist an X-Acto We really do have time for a long story because I want to know about the next car. That one got smashed up in bunk, but that one was already sitting dead for a year before the bunk video. The next car was my mom's um, Cobalt. Right, so your mom Chevy must have got Cobalt. a new car. My and mom that was got another a new car, and, and then uh, you had that for let many me years. Have the Chevy Cobalt. That's the one that the the hoodlums uh, chased us, and yep. uh, actually the hoodlums chased us in the Nissan. Also, we got tw- twice chased <laughs> by hoodlums. <laughs> that one in the Nissan, I t-boned the hoodlums, and in the Cobalt, the hoodlums t-boned us. Right, and yeah, the one in the little... Cobalt was really, honestly. I was more scared, the one in the Cobalt one. Yeah, cause no there was, shit. Because there was more kids. There were like kids. Yeah, not we children, were surrounded. There was not just were like three of them. School. There was like 10. There was like 15. There was like six. <laughs> they, had like, they had murder in their eyes. Dude, I, I've never been like more uh, like cl- close to making peace with death in my head. I was like, this is it. I'm going to fucking get my ba- brains bashed in. Like I knew it. I knew it in that moment. And then- However- I feel like we were probably more at risk of dying the first time because those guys were like older gang. Oh, they were like, like clearly uh, they meant business. Throwing up I guess signs. They, bo- they all meant a lot of business, I think. I don't know. They, those they guys- all meant us much harm. That's for sure. All of them. Right. <laughs> all of them. Same goal. Fuck these kids up. Mm-hmm. So I guess none's worse than the other. All a, a bunch of jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get me though, dog. I'm Mario Andretti So then after out the there. Cobalt was the... Skirton. Mitsubishi and my mom's Cobalt Mitsubishi. I ain't never or, heard of um, Mitsubishi. No, it's uh, what was after it? the Cobalt is the Mazda. Mazda, the other M, um, which uh, was my grandpa's. What is he, this? A Mazda? Good suspension. He had a heart attack. I said that in a video. Um, and what? Name that song. It's a song. Yeah, that was my breakout line in one of our biggest music videos. I don't know. I was never had nothing, but go on. You talk in that? <laughs> There's a middle part 
where you back the car up uh, and then we both say something and I say motherfucker. Oh, I, I remember filming that, but I totally forgot. Yeah, like everything else. I don't in watch your our music videos. Head. Neither do I. I just know what I did in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered some of it. Yeah. Um, okay, so then that's the car that you just that that just didn't pass the emissions. Yeah, like my grandpa the- uh, had a heart attack and then I had surgery and spent months in a rehab and. By the time all that was done, they, they we had concluded that like you shouldn't drive anymore. He's like ninety. So that's years how old. you got the Mazda, right? Got it. Because then um, you had that for a bunch of years, right? And now you're. And then he broke his hip, and then it was like you really shouldn't drive anymore. What is your driving situation now? Since your car, the Mazda, didn't now get I the have my stickers. grandma's. What is it? A Hyundai, oh. uh, Accent or something. Something I like that. I didn't send it. Some little, little shit box. Um, so wait, is this the same grandma that just passed away that yes. got bought the new car? Yes. Wow. The full circle of the car hand-me-down. She, I, she gave me the Sentra. The and first one I got you got. Her, yeah. Now that's, that, so Honda. that's the new car <laughs> that she got in like 2006 or whatever is right. what you have now. How many Gucci Mane. Which would be an old car. How many like <laughs> yellow, cool yellow cars does he say he has in that song? Yellow car? I got my grandma's Hyundai, bro. Who are you trying to be like? Um, Yeah. What would be like, do you have like a dream car? Like if you had stacks and you've... (sighs) Cars have never been a huge thing to me. I've always been like... Oh yeah, you don't like one thing more than another? Like a Cadillac or something? Like fucking, yo, give me... Right, Cadillacs are cool. But I've always been like, give me something that gets me to A to B, from A to B and I'm... Yeah. A to B. A to to B. Um, (laughs) I guess I would like... You know, for the windows to work and it to start, door handle be on there, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> the driver said window be unkick throughable. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I'm not a big car guy either, but like, I mean, a Cadillac's cool. I think I'm just like influenced by growing up with my mom who always loved like Jeeps, Cherokees, like Jeeps. and Wranglers. Like a like I like a Jeep. I've said recently, or a, or that style, like a little someone little attitude, but just a little. Um, not too much attitude. I've been looking at Jeeps. I like a Jeep. Um, I really need something to handle these fucking the minefield that is Chicago streets, you know? Because I get these little tiny cars that are meant for the suburbs. Yeah. And then I have them for three years in the city and they're just completely wrecked. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. There's just like, you know, it's like cliche, but like the potholes. There was some. I just drove out of the city and then back in to go to Michigan. You know, it's uh, the roads are a disaster, especially like now after a salty, cold winter. You know, like there's just like it's crazy. I was like, what happens is uh, uh, the roads get eaten apart by fucking salt and shit. And then then the the spring starts hitting and then like the roads fall apart again. It's crazy. It's like I it's the extreme. I didn't even check my blind spot before I swerved in a lane on Lakeshore. The other day, because Lakeshore would, Drive is the worst. Because I won't drive on Lakeshore Drive. I was like, this my car. car's gonna fall into a ditch on the street. Like if I don't get out of this lane, I There's will massive not, holes. Will not take this car onto Lakeshore Drive. It's awful. Um, um, the other a- day, I was on fucking ninety, and I hit a pothole going like eighty. I'm, I was when going I, eighty on fucking ninety. <laughs> I do. I do like. Uh, I'll be like singing along to a song. I you hit potholes in Chicago where it's like. I'm surprised the car is still driving. Yeah, I, I expect Whoosh! a flat tire it's, instantly. It's cr- and I'm on the highway. How is there a pothole on the fucking highway? Pothole? Yes. Singular? <laughs> There's a thousand. <laughs> but to this magnitude, but I'll be like singing a song or whatever, and then it's like, boosh! And then for the next two miles, I'm just like, 
just silent. <laughs> uh, shut up. You're not silent. You yell a bunch. I no, I'll just be silent because I'm like, I'm scared that the car is going to like <laughs> stop like working all, all four wheels will fall flat. <laughs> the doors fall off. <laughs> Every screw just fucking I'm just wobbles more, its what's way What's a happy out. song that you like to sing that's just like joyous and you enjoy singing it? One toko with line, sweet Jesus. One toko. And then I, and I picture you going, motherfucker. Fucking faggot piece of shit. What the fuck? You're like Joe Pesci, Home Alone 2. Fresh him, fresh him, fresh him. There's no way you're silent. <laughs> I, it's better to have a stark shift from fun, joyous music to fucking kill everybody. But you know. Yeah, but it gets me to a fucking kill everybody. It's a silent level of fucking. That's like, that's worse. All right. Um, Chris uh, sends it. I think you saw this. And. What? I'm guessing you saw here. this. 21 years after Jackie Jr.'s assassination, and we're left with this. Where's the gabagool? Oh, this is old news, dude. Yeah, this is the Sopranos. Br- I brought this up last week. Super Bowl. We didn't watch it. Did I not? I told you that. Um, what do you? You have any thoughts on? This I follow commercial? all these like. Uh, You're such a nerd. Where you like cool? I follow these big Sopranos meme accounts. Yeah, to the dude. Best. That's what I live for. Last week, Term told me in confidence that uh, the. One of the guys who runs a Sopranos meme See, that's why page. I thought I brought it up last week. I didn't say this here. Maybe you did. I don't know. Maybe I didn't. One of the guys who runs a meme page liked that. First of all, Terms commenting on these meme pages. I, not <laughs> often, but they posted this commercial, and I didn't watch the Super Bowl, so I hadn't seen it. Uh, and I commented on the commercial that they posted, the Sopranos commercial. I just said that, uh, that it was better than Many Saints of Newark. Hold on. And it got a bunch of respect you know, it hurts the most. among the Sopranos meme community. Oh, find what you're looking for. I can't find it. I'm trying to diss him in the soundboard. Um, Just do it. Do an impersonation of what it was. Uh, I forgot. What? Uh, <laughs> so you didn't like that commercial? No, I liked it. I said it was better than Many Saints. It stinks. He liked, my, he liked my comment. Do you know why? It stinks. It was out of respect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, here's another thing. <laughs> yeah, my question is: Do you guys have anything that you like specifically do when you do coke, or like crave to do? Obviously, more than or other than more coke. Because um, I don't know why, and I don't do coke anymore. But when I did, dude, I don't know what it is, but I would vigorously for like twelve hours straight jerk off to specifically milk porn. Specifically. Like, I didn't care about anything else. I don't and think that has to do anything with the coke. Where, uh, one time, <laughs> I, I was going to get out of bed. into milk porn. Milk porn, you I, said? I heard milf. Milf porn? Go back. Did you say I milk? mean, milk porn. I don't does, even know what milk porn is. I also, I was like reading along with the predictive <laughs> text. Which research is, down porn. I was going to say, milf porn sounds like we all jerk to it on or off coke, but milk porn would be very weird. Jerk off to specifically milk porn. Yeah, it probably says milk. Specifically. Like, right. I didn't I'm on Pornhub right else. now, and I'm not seeing a milk Can category. we find some milk porn? <laughs> Milking uh, is a thing. I right. I thought that might be a subgenre that I've never experienced that he was hip to. Yeah, I don't like... And either way, you're a pussy, dude. You only watch MILF porn? Where's the milk? Titty milk is weird. <laughs> I guess, like... So I'm looking at a bunch of I guess you kind of need to be, right like, motherly to produce the milk? Oh, my God. <laughs> For the milking porn? Look at this blast of tit milk. <laughs> in this Damn, thumbnail. they have, like, money shots of tit milk? <laughs> Go to Pornhub and search... Oh, my God, it's in Spanish? Come on. 
Complicación de titas ordenadas, videos caseros, prohibidos, inheridos. Um, can I get that one more time? I was looking for like milking, like getting jerked off. Uh, let's let this guy finish. I wasn't even thinking about uh, like tit milk videos. We got to let this guy finish. Is that finish. what this guy was jacking off to? Is Pun intended. Milk? He goes on. Specifically, like I didn't care about anything else. Specifically tip milk. And it was to the point where uh, one time I was going to get out of bed and I was like, you know, flexing my leg muscles so much because I had been jerking off since, you know, yep, I've been for there. like fucking hours and my muscles were so sore. It's like when you sit on the toilet until your feet uh, fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Stand up too quick and kind of like, do I have a second leg? Muscles were so sore that when I went to go get out of bed, I literally fell over. And I was like, it's damn, like dude. Uma and Kill I Bill. probably stop doing coke. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, I will say, back when I did the cocaine a little more often, uh, like a good jerk session, you know, I can't go to sleep yet. Right. And it's like, oh, well, it's 5 a.m. and I'm going to go. Well, that's it. Or that's the end, I guess, but I'm fucking up and wired. Yeah, I'd go crank my penis for a while. Not specific to any porn necessarily. Stereotypically, it would be like, I'm still like, I'm high on something, and how can I stimulate myself now that the party's over? Right. So yeah, I might go crank one, but um, no, it didn't make me like more into a certain genre than I would normally be or something. Yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that has anything to do with. No, that's just what you like. The chemical. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you just into that? No, I don't know. I I sweat a lot. It's involuntary. I don't like to do it, but like, I like just yammering. Drugs make me sweat, and sometimes I don't even have to do them. Like I can be around them or know I'm about to do them, and I have this like weird right. physical reaction where like the back of my head, I like need a towel. I start sweating, dude. When I went to the, uh, this has always happened. Every time I go in a dispensary, I get sweaty on my scalp. Like every every time yeah, I'm surrounded by shrooms when i know i'm about to take acid like the impending like i don't know it's a psychological thing i get sweaty yeah. like before it's in my fucking system for sure and i that's that's not an answer to his question but it is something that it's like what i hate this i'm trying to buy weed in the dispensary and i'm like i'm burning up on my head you know right i hate that I, I don't know what that is the first time we ever the first time i went to a dispensary was when we were on tour with wax and it, we were in denver and then those uh I was actually wearing the shirt yesterday, the good chemistry or whatever. Yes. Dispensary. Uh, yeah, I walked in there. I was sweaty. My face, I'm like lifting my glasses. I'm wiping the fucking bridge of my nose. I, you look like a cop, bro. I'm a fucking loser, dude. You look like a narc. Um, but no, I don't know. Do you have any like... Just... Uh, or any drug make you want to do something weird? Stereotypical um, like yammering, yammering inane conversations or like debates debating till the sun comes up about like nothing yeah just the dumbest conversations yeah that's cocaine for you uh mentioned last week we've got a few more shows with tropodelic um first one would be in des moines iowa march 31st let's have a celebratory shot of alcohol with me at the bar how many so yeah, 30, 31st. I'm gonna do 31 shots that night. I got I gotta make up for the whole month. Let's oh go. Hell yeah! 
Um, but yeah, Des Moines, March 31st. Aurora, April 1st. And Davenport, Iowa on April 2nd. Um, also, it's getting close. This has been kind of booked for a while, but last year we did this Moonrunners Rock Fest in Chicago. We're going to be performing yeah! a set at this year's as well. It's going to be in May. I believe it's May 8th, which is May Day. That's the spooky language anniversary. Mayday, Mayday. I'm just we realizing need this now. The Maybe we'll turn that into a little. We'll do a little more off spooky than we usually do. Maybe we'll make it more of a ha ha ha. You know, look at us. The ten year. We'll do a Mayday shirt. But we are performing I'll draw um, Mitt Romney's dog shitting all over the roof of their car. Yeah, nothing topical on a shirt now. Like Mitt Romney and his dog. He's still in the news. I saw him yeah, yesterday. Shit. His dog though. Talking about Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, the first line in the Mayday verse. Just says a collar, a little pennant that says Romney. I I say something about drop shit like Mitt Romney's dog on vacation. Something about stay patient. I remember that. And um, yeah, at the time that I wrote that, there was uh, Mitt Romney and Obama were head to head in the 2012 election. And there was a, a story about years ago the Romneys took their dog on vacation and they put it on the roof of the car in in like a crate and the dog was so scared that it diarrheaed all over the car in case you was pondering right that's, that's what that was about that's what I'm talking about there uh, but yeah we're gonna be doing a set at that fest it's gonna be at Reggie's again and it's uh, I think it's a Sunday so give you more details closer but there will be a little Chicago pop out and um, it's honestly a little too early to be announcing stuff, but we are doing something very cool in August, and it will be in Baltimore. So there's that. Let's uh, let's just leave it there for now. Yeah. Um, uh, working what, on more though. We are let that sink in. Let that sink in. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we are. We're gonna have more to announce soon-ish, hopefully. But uh, mm, the new PO box, Palmer Squares, PO box four seven seven seven. Two, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. Palmer Squares, P.O. Box 47772. Is there an echo in here? Chicago, Illinois, 60647. I went there today before coming here. I thought maybe we can get the first oh. P.O. Box delivery. What are you talking about? What do you mean? What it's it's been about? less than a week. It's been four days, or, you know, for them to get it sent into here. You got to let these things build. Time. No, the mail sucks. Our fans suck. <laughs> <laughs> Give them time. I don't know which one's worse. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, next week. Tomorrow, he <laughs> says. Um, and I, we have one right here. It's fucking sweet, you guys. There, there will be less than 100. Um, and it's going to be a Patreon thing. Hey, maybe the patrons don't jump all over it and we put them public, but that hasn't been our experience in the past. Uh, so, you know, be a patron. Get a fucking liquid record. We're not making more of these anytime soon, that's for sure. Uh, um, and um, fuck it. My cum is in them. <laughs> <laughs> or on them. We can change. We could sell this one. Right. Uh, merchandise palmersquares.com slash shop we're gonna try and make some more new shit obviously been talking about the t-shirts and so on and so forth thanks again by the way there's been legitimate decent ideas like <laughs> even even things we should have known all along like let's make another spooky language shirt yeah I'm thinking about it now like we have a conversation in progress Here, here's what I think is more of the case 
is huh you know the the callers are creating the spark and we are are igniting the, uh, the flame <laughs> think about it. Oh, that made sense is there anything else you want to tell me? <laughs> they didn't ignite the flame. <laughs> um, they gave us the, you know, the idea. We're like reshaping all these ideas. So I don't know exactly when, but I would guess, um, you know what? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, like a couple of weeks. It'll be like mid-March. We should be able to launch the sale of these on Patreon, these liquid vinyl. This is like that we were just waiting for this to see one done, and that's that's always how Bishop does it. Here it is. They send us one, and then we. We'll launch them soon. So, yeah, stay tuned for uh, another announcement on that next week. Um, hmm, speaking of next week, I think it might be the last podcast for a couple weeks. Is that correct? Uh, we can do one next week. That's what I'm saying. Like, we'll do one next week, but you're going to be gone for a week or two. Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, so, you better cherish it. Next week, we got to bring the heat, dude. We got to actually think about what we're going to say for once. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're not. <laughs> what difference does it make? <laughs> Leave us a five-star rating. I saw a new five-star rating from somebody on the podcast. This week. It's lit. Uh, we'll watch Uncle Tusk. Faster. And will we, though? We'll talk about it next week. Betcha we don't. Oh, come on, dude. I got to get it off my hard drive. It's streaming and just delete it. I only have a terabyte and a half <laughs> of free space left. I I need, get where am I going to put all the milk porn? <laughs> yeah. I just discovered. Man. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Speaking of blah, blah. Milk porn, dude. Here's some YouTube comments. What is that? that you want You want to see tit milk getting squirted out? I don't even want to see tit milk getting squirted out in a non-sexual way. We've talked about this a long time ago, but like those fake dick porns that juice a bunch of yes. like not cum milky. I think we talked about it fairly recently. <laughs> I think we talk about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, that's what, when he said, when I thought he said milk porn, I was like, maybe it's that. Like those fake dick, I'm gonna jizz a whole tub of yogurt all over her face because some dudes are apparently into that. Probably no, no, no. all coked out. No way. He I mean, means it exists. titty squirting. I guess. Like we just saw in the complication. I guess milk doesn't come out of a dick. You're right. Uh, <laughs> uh, complication de titas. Yeah, save that for next week. Um, here's a comment on the Hall of Famers video. P-Square's pop culture references have also been dope from their snippets and all their songs. Now, a video like this. Deer hunting scene. Hands down my favorite. Deer hunting scene. Deer hunting. Deer hunting. Remember that scene where Good we were deer hunting, hunting with Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, How do you like them apples? Pass the potion. Known this for years. Why not a million views? You know what, Steve? I'm right there with you. Why not? And Interstate Cypher. It says Acumenal killed this so fucking hard. Thanks, dude. <sighs> about um, me. Beat it up. He didn't say anything about you. <laughs> what about my Stanley Ipkiss line, bro? What about Stanley my Ipkiss. <laughs> What about my weird kind of lisp that I have? I sound like Oliver Peck in that video. Um, beat it up. This one, this one of the few songs I really felt Ack killed Term. But you know, then Term started rapping. Yeah, you know what? You're right now. <laughs> yeah, I, think I was late. You suck. I didn't mean it. 
Um, nah. That. He says, nah, this shit, fi though. Nah, this shit, fi though. Fi though. Fi though. I wish the squares would come back with that heat. What happened? Okay. Wow. I can't stand this motherfucker <laughs> taking me on a roller coaster ride. Hey, Ak, you killed it, but then term came in. No, nah, but seriously, it's fire. What happened? Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Who's this, Gareth? <laughs> no, this is a uh, can't sleep too woke. Somebody's on coke. Wow. Um, but yeah, he's right. I killed Term until Term started rapping, and now we both suck. So count it. I got jabbed. Just took the and, words out of my um, mouth. Interstate Cipher again, really? Uh, this song is slept on, and it's criminal at this point. That's the last one. Now we're back to last week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Liquid Vinyl coming soon. Spooky Language. Napalm double side. Get it in time for the spooky 10 year anniversary, god darn it. And the and the napalm almost five. Uh the end? Yeah. The end. Um, we'll see everybody next week. Right here on the TPS Reports podcast. Lastly, uh let's get out of here with something off uh Owl Green's fast food EP he put out recently. Um, Fast food. I've checked out most of it. This is Home Movies by Al Green featuring Jay Lately. Find it in the Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify. Hell yeah, dude. Remember Blockbuster? <laughs> Remember? Remember going to Blockbuster and getting movies? <laughs> home movies? No. Oh, yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> You no. You get no. movies no. and you take no. them home. No. You are one for watch them at home. At no point, <laughs> I award you rambling, okay, a simple wrong all right, we'll see you next week, everybody. I, I would go to a place. Uh, Shut down down <laughs> your <laughs> fucking. <laughs> no. A place called Home Video. Remember, by the the White Hen on <laughs> Dundee. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Not Dundee. Not <laughs> <laughs> Dundee is hints. <laughs> That's enough. I don't want to hear anymore. Smooches. Yeah, that... Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Remember that kid, Nick Hearman? Have you considered therapy? Mom worked there. You seem depressed and confused. <laughs> and look into my eyes. And look into both, both our, our eyes at the same, same time. time. I'll play all of them. Dude, how? <laughs> we should play that Jesus, one more. super intellect dude, on me. Dude, how? Is this podcast still going on? Uh, smooches? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your send-off line. Oh, right. Holy cow. Say smooches again. <laughs> smooches. Kill whitey. Daydreams, flapjacks, stupid shit I laugh at. Cartoon, rerun, staying up for no reason. Bring it back to them old days VCR and cassette tapes Playing horse, playing skate Burn part till the sun fades Summer nights, no AC Old fan bowl of ice cube Rolling up with Jay lately Smoking blunts with a nice view Uh, acting a fool I've never been cool, I do what I do Couple of scuffs on my shoe Chopping it up with my crew Watch the same movies in rotation Ain't nowhere to go, no obligation TV screen feel like a vacation. Find me on the couch, same location. Bring it back, bring it back.
Don't it feel good to bring it back? Run it back, run it back. Don't it feel good? Bring it back, bring it back. Don't it feel good to bring it back? Run it back, run it back. Don't it feel good? Good, yeah. Summer day, lemonade stands. Just a couple chains that got made bands. Go anywhere on these two wheels. Best friend on my page stands. Doing cool with my little self. Hit high school, need a little help. Always too square for the in crowd. It's a good thing I can dribble well. Small town, like to bend them back rows. Bad with backwards, friends that pack those. Playing bass shit, pretending that's close. Always anxious, bet that that shows. Did my homework, cause if my phone worked, she might call back and hit my homework. Hope it ends so. She hit my friends though, cause it might don't work. Damn. Yo, Green, what you doing, man? Watch the same movies in rotation. Ain't nowhere to go, no obligation. TV screen feel like a vacation. Bring it back, bring it back. Don't it feel good to bring it back? Run it back, run it back. Don't it 